0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: what he can do to escape this oppression, there is a way. The Father would not allow anything to come on us, as he said, without a way of escape. And I do think there is a way of escape for the so-called black man. And there is also a way of escape for those that oppress black men, that oppression. You know, one 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 um one of my favorite speakers once said, you can't, harm another individual period, you cannot inflict any kind of harm on another individual unless you feel it first think about that one you just won't do it if you never felt pain, if you never felt problems and and all of these these horrible things that we feel when we uh, basically disobey the father then you would inflict pain on anybody People that inflict pain is often are, according to this uh, T.L. Osmond, a great man of of the most high respect, according to him, and and I've come to believe what he's saying is true, and I think it's a biblical principle, that you can't even inflict pain unless you have first known it. So there's hope for both the black man tonight, uh, things we feel that will be hope for that for the so-called black men, as well as the oppressors of black men. So, again, thank every single one of you for tuning in to the Fossil Soul Network. I'm Brother Seth. Tonight we're going to have on for our guests uh, Brother Pur- Purcell Porsche If I can talk tonight, Rotari Smith and Kevin Thompson. The same three gentlemen that was on last week have agreed to come back for a part four. And, folks, I say this so often, I'm going to say it again. Do not underestimate coming together under the banner of a blog. I know some of you think, oh, what are y'all do? Y'all just talk, talk, talk. It ain't going to do nothing. No, no, no. Every major event that ever happened on this planet, or I should say, most major events that happened on this planet, have to start with a conversation. The USSR was broken up, fail, as we knew it, from young people having conversations about. It. A more democracy society. They begin to question um, um, the, their way of life and their government, and, and 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 look what happened. There's no USSR anymore. So never underestimate people coming together, especially if they come together in the banner of looking for the father's direction, uh, looking to uh, modify their life to make it better. Uh, coming to the Father in a humble manner, seeking His knowledge, seeking wisdom, that is coming in His name. That really is coming in His name. Now, if you seek in some other way, then that's not coming in His name, but the Scripture says it like this, where two or more are gathered in my name, or in the way He would do it, or in His Mindset, Christ's mindset, the mindset he gave us, the example he gave us in seeking the Father, if any two or more come like that, the scripture says he will be in the midst. And I don't take that scripture lightly. I think when two people or more gathered to seek the Father, he's in the midst. Now, whether or not he can speak to the various guests freely, that is the question. So tonight, I'm just asking everyone to... To, uh, at least check your heart and let's see what we can bring to the people tonight. Uh, personally, I appreciate come by way of Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm going to bring him on the line shortly. Uh, Kevin Thompson will be coming by way of Fort Worth, excuse me, Bedford, Texas. And or Tara Smith will be coming by way of Fort Worth. So these are our guests tonight. And uh, let me just say this. Purcell. And myself are the older gentlemen, and so we feel like with us being uh having uh, been older, not just old in life, that brings some wisdom but it don't always also we are believers, also just so happens with ministers. won't throw that around; you'll never know it unless we said it. I don't mean anything though we still seek the Father. But it does mean something in terms of being called for work, but that's you know we all have been called to the ministry of reconciliation all all humans have been called to reconcile men uh back to the Father. That's what the scriptures say, but there are some people that are called, and Purcell and I wear that title now Kevin and 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 and, and tonight or Tars as we call it tonight, are just young men coming in the line tonight i I believe they born again they'll let you know more about their status the, the believer' status, but they really their main goal is to come on the show and kind of give us older men who's out of the loop the heartbeat of uh, of young people, not so much even the streets, just young people in the streets if if they know that that's their that's really why I invited them on and them and also it just happened to be my nephews, but I invited them on. Because again, they're younger, and they are they are they are they they speak. They speak their mind. They know yes men. they are individual thinkers. They don't mind disagreeing with me or Purcell or each other. They, that's just what the way they roll, and that's why I wanted some strong men on the line. that is gonna let me. Just gonna keep keep us alert, aware, insight, uh, full of insight on young people, um, uh, and where they're at. Okay, now the show, again, the name of the show is Survival Skills for Black Men in a white supremacist America, so men would would include our ages as well. So we're pretty much here to speak on behalf of the older people and the wisdom we've gleaned from life living in this white supremacist uh, America, and the young people are here to do just the same, okay? It's just that simple, folks. Uh, They're not being trying to be a theologian. They're not quoting a whole bunch of scriptures as Purcell and I do because that's that's. That's just the way we are. So I just want to thank them for coming on. They have done a really good job over the last two weeks, uh, three weeks, sharing uh, uh, their convictions, sharing what they know to be what is going on in the streets, trying to get us to understand the younger minds, as well as giving us some wisdom that's good for anybody, any age bracket. Okay, so... um, Again, they're not claiming to be some Christians or anything like that. I mean, they, I think Kevin does, and I think Taurus does. Not, but I, I, again, I don't want to talk about their spirituality. They also talk about that. Mainly, they're on this show. They're on this show to give us, all of us, insight into the younger minds, where they're at, how they think, why they do what they do. Because a lot of us older people, we just are out of the loop. We don't understand. So, why have a bunch of old people on trying to understand young people when you get young people on? So, that's what we're. Claiming to do with having Kevin and Taurus on the line. Let me just say a few things uh, because I normally do this, and I haven't did this in a while. And that is, I like to talk about uh, what the purpose of Five Smooth Song is. I try to do it every fifth show, and I didn't do it the last three shows. So I want to just those of you just tuning in and say, well, hey, what's with this Five Smooth Song? Why do you call the show Five Smooth Song? Five Smooth Stones is nothing more than five questions that I asked the Father a long time ago. And uh, the Father gave me answers to those five questions. And those answers is what Brother Seth talks about most of the time, if you know me. So I'll go over the questions briefly. I'm going to talk really fast because I want to get the guests on as fast as I can. So let me just do this really quickly, okay? What is Five Smooth Songs? What is Five Smooth Songs? And, again, I want to thank every single one of you that's tuned in and has been tuning in since 2011. Especially the Douglas Kennedy uh, bloodline, my biological family, but not only them, not only them, but people all over really the world. I mean, not a, not literally all over the world, but there's bits and pieces of parts of the world that actually listen to this show. And I want to thank you for tuning in since 2011. Those of you that have been here that long. All right, now the Five Smooth Stones in 1980, 1988. I asked the father five questions. Not necessarily in this order. I have been hearing that the father was getting ready to use the black man like never before, the first is gonna be last and the last is gonna be first. One more time. I have been hearing that God was getting ready to use the black man like never before and the first is gonna be last and the last was gonna be first. I I'm not, I'm not playing. That's what that's what a lot of ministers were saying that year, that something is about to happen, in this country, the black man about to come up, the first is gonna be last and the last is gonna be first. Well, when I first heard that, it did not hit me pretty good. I just felt like it was one of those things that the enemy was using to try to get all up up us all hyped up in these churches, and uh it just wasn't going nowhere. It's just something he was doing just to mess with our heads i'm i I'm, I'm very serious so i I did rejoice like everybody else did, but I wasn't really on it. You know what I mean, so I asked the father about that. Uh, I asked the Father, here's, here goes one of the questions. Remember, the five stones is five answers uh, that came out of five questions. The first was this, not in this order. I asked the Father, actually, this was the first question. I asked the Father, what is with you using the black man? Why are these ministers saying this? Now, I rejoiced. rejoice like everybody else did I mean whites and blacks Nearly t- tore up the convention center When they heard that they were so I mean literally white people Were rejoicing like it was them They were so happy to hear That God is getting ready to use This black man like them before And it wasn't just one minister Saying this Lots of people saying it Okay So I asked the father What's with you using a black man What's with you using a black man? It sounds racist, so if a white man use you i uh, mean um serve you uh, uh submit his ways to you uh obey you, you mean you're gonna say no, I do not want to use you, I want to use a black man, so I didn't like how it sounded It sounded racist to me. It sounded like again, people trying to play your head, so that was the first question now, the rest of the question I don't remember the order, but they, they the- the last four was this. I asked the father, could I understand? Book of Revelation Could I understand the book of Revelation I say I'm tired of the because uh, That year 1988 I experienced a lot of racism in the church uh, I know about racism in society But I experienced a lot of racism in the church And I asked the father uh, Can I understand the book of Revelation I'm tired of trusting all these white ministers I want to understand the book of Revelation So that was another question Another question was I asked the father I said I don't care about what color Christ was, it don't matter to me. But, Father, everywhere I go, I'm seeing people say that Christ was a black man. Christ was a black man. The people, you know, the Christ was a black man. Pretty much it was just Christ at the time. I was hearing everybody talk about it. It seemed, it seemed. And I asked the Father, I said, what's with, uh, uh, I said, were there any blacks in the Bible? My question was, were there any blacks in the Bible? I said, I really don't care what color Christ was, but I'm hearing that he was a different um he was white. I mean, he was, uh, y'all brought with me. I'm trying to do three things here one time. Um, I said, I'm hearing that he was, he was a um, dark-skinned man. Father, is this true? Was Christ a black man? I'm very serious, y'all. I asked that question. I say I don't care what color he is, but I'm hearing. I say, was there anybody in that Bible? I followed that up with, was there anybody in the Bible that looked like me? Again, we're talking about what is the purpose of five smooth songs. Every once in a while, I do this close, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, guess if you can bear with me. i got to get this done. I do it about every five shows. So I asked that question, uh, were there any people in the Bible that look like me? And the the another thing I asked the Father was, what's going on? What's going on? Because I kept hearing things like there's something called Illuminati, one world government. And I said, look, the father what is this Illuminati one world government what is, is this true I think I, I didn't say one world government I think I just called it I think I just used the word Illuminati back in 1988 I asked him, what's what this Illuminati a new world Order is What I think I use the term I use as well so and the last thing I asked the father was I asked the father could I see the world because I was I felt like I was being lied to Um, I'm going a little too fast. Let me go back to what's going on. Uh, When I asked the father what's going on, I said I'm hearing things like the Illuminati. I'm also hearing that there's wars planned, some wars planned as much as 30 years. Um, uh, uh, There's some wars planned out as far as 30 years. Wars literally planned out as far as 30 years before they happen. Father, what is going on? I can't trust ABC, CBS, CBS. They're not telling the truth. I keep being told that we're lied to over with the news. What's going on? So that was, that was the question to him. What is going on in our world? Then the last question I asked him was, could I see the world? I do remember asking him that last, could I see the world? I didn't ask to be in America. These people lying to us. It's the education we have. I just can't trust anything we see or hear. Can I see the world? Okay, those five questions Translated into these five answers These five topics And then I'm going to wrap this up When I asked the father What is with him using the black man The father showed me Later on That he's not using the black man Because he's black He's using the black man because the, the the movement of the Father, what he's doing upon the earth, is with people of color, and it looks like it's a black thing. But it's not a black thing. It's just that what the Father is revealing, whites are not going to want to preach or talk about in their churches, in their synagogues, in their universities, in the learning institutions of the world. They are not going to tell what the Father is doing right now on this earth. That's why it looks like it's a black thing. And a lot of these people was, even some whites, was getting this in their spirit. God is getting ready to use a black man. So, yes, he's getting ready to use a black man, but not because he's black, but because the black man is going to say yes to what he's preaching. And the white man is going to say, I ain't going to teach that. I ain't going to teach the Hebrews. Law. I ain't going to teach that. I ain't going to teach the revelation that about America's Babylon. I'm not going to teach that where white skin comes from. I'm not going to teach. I'm not going to teach. That's what makes it a black thing. Okay, so those ministers was right can I understand the book of Revelation? This is something the Father has done to me and it has shocked a lot of my friends because I've changed with, uh, I no longer believe America is is a a God-fearing nation. I believe it literally is Babylon. I believe that there's people within this country that are selling it out and other parts of the book of Revelation we talk about on this show. Again, we have 406 shows and we talk about this. We talk about this. We talk about this under the term of white, excuse me, one world government, a one world watch society. It's an old show we used to do and I bet we probably did. I know. Probably 30 shows under that title where we talked about everything, what is truly going on, Illuminati, One World Government, uh, Fusion Centers, um, uh, Skull and Bones, uh, just just all kind of stuff, folks. You're just not going to hear nowhere else um, unless they, you know, you're not going to hear in church for sure and a lot of other places as well, but I... The Father began to open up the book of Revelation with the help of others. There's been other brothers and sisters that have helped me along the lines, and he still is revealing Revelation. Revelations is, is not what most people think. It really isn't. Okay, so I asked the Father that. Remember that, that question. Um, again, that gave birth to the show, the One World Watch Society. Uh, okay, y'all checked it out. All you got to do is Google One World Watch Society, blog, talk, radio, and you'll get a lot of shows where we talk about literally everything under the sun. Blacks in the Bible. When I asked him whether there are blacks in the Bible, the Father showed me the Bible is is a black book. It's a book full of so-called black people, but they wasn't called black. It was just dark-skinned people. The entire Bible is is dark-skinned. The entire Bible. Now, remember, I was expecting him to just show me blacks here and there, so I had no uh, secret uh, energies or or um, secret. Uh, uh, I had no desire to make that all black that book all black. The father just showed me there were always people of color and where white skin do appear in that Bible that's on your coffee table table where white skin does appear and guess I'm coming to you. I'm trying to go as fast as I can but I have to do this like every five shows. People are asking all the time, what is five foot song? What is five foot song? So we're so coming to you. But that Bible on your coffee table, brothers and sisters, is not what you think it is. I promise you, that Bible on your coffee table you think Hollywood has a lot of hard to imagine things? Oh no 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 no! That Bible on your coffee table is full of a uh, like 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 somebody once said. Somebody once said this and it's so true. The truth is often stranger than fiction. That Bible on your coffee table. The truth that's in it is often stranger than fiction. So the Father showed me the whole Bible is full of dark-skinned people. I said the whole Bible is full of dark-skinned people. White America, so-called white America, the whole Bible is full of dark-skinned people. Most of the prophets were dark. Like 99% of them were the were white skin in the Bible that came as a result of albinoism or vitiligo is spoken of as a plague that's the revelation we talk about called the leprosy series so all you gotta do is again go back to google if you want some information on this and simply type in blog talk radio five smooth songs leprosy and you will hear me go scripture by scripture by scripture proving that the bible was uh, definitely a, a book of dark skinned people so that's why when people start making up a Christ damn black, I'm thinking, Y'all don't understand that whole book was black. The whole book. <laughs> and then when I say what's going on, I already talked about that That's, that was kinda um uh, uh, with the one world government, we talk about that a lot, the one world watch society. Again, you can Google one world watch society. We talk about every single thing you can imagine, Afrocom, we talk about everything uh uh genocide, we talk about stuff y'all ain't gonna hear on the news, we talk about, matter of fact, I got so depressed from giving out this particular stone, because these are stones, these different topics are stones. I got so discouraged from from different calls that would call in because everybody was called five smooth Stone because they knew I would talk about whatever, you know, I wouldn't laugh at them, you know, from UFOs or whatever. Don't mean we believe everything, but we just, you know, we just welcome people that know things for sure. And so that show depressed me and I went off the air for like a year. Some of y'all remember I quit doing shows for a year because it was overwhelming what's going on in our world. So the father answered that. And then, could I see the world? I was able to see 24 countries. So, again, the five small topics, if we want to just call the topics out briefly, is the revelation of the true Jews, uh, the revelation of leprosy, what white skin is, what white skin isn't, uh, the revelation of the one world government. Okay? And the revelation of white supremacy. If you know anything about Brother Seth, I'm always talking about those topics. Leprosy, Hebrews, white supremacy, one world government, and the last topic I'll I'll save it for last is something called the kingdom of God. Most of the things I'm talking about falls in that line. So people, again, that's the five smooth stones. We are always talking about those five topics, but they have been broken up into like uh, nearly 406 shows. And so y'all just enjoy and just go and, and glean from what the Father has shared, not just from me, but through many brothers and sisters over the years. All right, tonight, again, survival skills for black men in white supremacist America. Y'all, please forgive me, but I had to go over that because some of y'all do really did enjoy what I just said. You've always wondered, what are those five smooth stones? Well, that's what they are. Revelation of leprosy, um, Hebrews, white supremacy, the one-world government, and the kingdom of Yah, the kingdom of God. So, Listen, earlier I said this to many of you, I'm going to read it again really briefly. Actually, I'm not going to read it because y'all already should know by now what the the show's description is about. Um, I just want to say, and then I'm coming to my guests, uh, I just want to say briefly um, what this show is not. Tonight, please, brothers and sisters, do not associate this show, show with any type of hate, This is when we talk about white supremacy, we're not talking about uh, venting on uh, venting about the white man. Uh, I don't believe white people have that kind of power. I know a lot of y'all do believe that. I just don't believe they have that kind of power. They are us, we are them. There's only one group of people in that garden. And where white people have muscles, the Father has enabled them to do what they're doing, He called them from the north. Those those albinos and those uh, people with vitiligo migrate up north because it was better for their condition, and they come from all kinds of tribes. That's why you can't call them a certain people because they come from all types of tribes. That's why white people have every feature on earth, and. Guess who else? The black man, the so-called black man, because they are us, we are them. As you get further away from Africa, features begin to become more and more alike. Like the Chinese, they all have one basic look. And all the other people that have migrated, the further you get from Africa, the more you have one look. But right there above Africa, North of North African Europe, they have every feature, every bone structure, everything we have because they are us, we are them. Um... Uh, and so I don't buy this this theory uh, or any other theory outside of they are us, we are them, so be careful with saying us and them. I believe we are white people, we just have pigmentation. They are black people lacking pigmentation. I know it's hard to believe, but if you look at some of our white brothers and sisters and just color them brown in your eyes and your mind, come on, you know if you can just do that when you see them, play a little game, you will see they look a lot a lot like your uncle or your aunt. They're not that different. Their hair, the people say their hair is so different. No, they're not. It's the same kind of hair as Indian people have. So this is why I I, I believe the way I believe. And we're talk, we We get more into that within the leprosy series, okay? Folks, you got to forgive me. I'm talking a little fast and jumping around because I have to cover these things. So, uh, again, survival skills. Black men, and I know I was going with this. Uh, I was talking about white supremacy. A lot of people... Uh, are thinking these shows they're tuning in because they think this is the time we're gonna bash the white man bash the white man. We ain't letting them off the hook. We ain't letting so called white people, Neo Europeans off the hook tonight. But we just we're calling an ace and ace a spade a spade. We don't believe, I don't believe your host Don't believe let me see for myself. I don't believe and I'm gonna bring up Purcell and, and Taurus and, and Kevin here in a second. I don't believe and if you're gonna be on the show, go ahead and press one if you haven't pressed But I don't believe white people have that kind of power. I just believe that the Father allowed them to rule this planet for a season, and they think it's them. They think it's them. People can't answer this question when these white supremacists bring it up in these debates with black folk or non-white folks when they say, if you're equal to us, why is it that we can oppress you and rule over you and you can't stop us? Why is it that we can take the whole planet and and rule and, and and if you if you if my equal, why come you can't why come y'all couldn't pick on this slave ship back and went back to Africa? why you let three or four or five of us take take you? They don't know the scripture that the father said in his word that israel. One of one of the curses is that as a nation, not individually. If you obey the father in your life and your you and your household, I don't believe the curse individually, but as a nation, we're talking about a nation tonight. This is nation talk. The father said to this nation that if you disobey, that he was going to bring a people from the north, and that they would say to you, Bow down, that we may walk over on you. And the Bible says. He put in them to bow down that their enemies may walk over because they were operating under a curse from their rebellion. Why do you all know that? Many times he says, I will hiss to the fly. He literally called his people a F-L-Y, fly. The Most High called the people from the north that's going to rule over Israel as a belt, like somebody getting a whipping. He, he's using these people from the north as a belt. He calls them a fly. I will hiss to the fly. I will hiss to the bee. World he coming from the north, a the whirlwind coming from the north. I will provoke you to jealousy, Israel, by those that are not a nation. They're humans, but he's saying they're just not known. They're not known like you know any big name Amorites, Jebusites. They, they're not they're known because they, they're a mixture of various tribes. That's why I'm talking about this albinalism. And if you want more information on that, some of y'all I can hear. I can hear some of y'all thinking right now through the phone. Read a book called Chosen Not Curse. You want to hear more about that? Chosen, excuse me, Chosen from the Caucasus by Michael Bradley. Chosen from the Caucasus by Michael Bradley. Very good book that goes into details with that. Also, look at the series called Hidden Colors. It will really shed light on the glory of of so-called dark-skinned people to where you'll see like they presented hidden colors that uh, there was there was thousands of years of life and and agriculture and science and history and math. Thousands of years before Europe ever wrote their first book. So some of y'all don't know these things, so I have to give these references. But the biggest reference I like to use is the Bible. The Bible. Read the Bible carefully. Don't add what it don't say and don't say what it didn't, what it didn't, what it didn't say. When it mentions the, the white skin in the Bible that you read, it does not speak favorably of white skin in that Bible. We just assume people are white, but it don't say they're white. And when it do mention white skin, it's not spoken of favorably. I challenge anybody under the sound of my voice, coming to your guests, I challenge anyone under the sound of my voice that can show me a scripture spoken spoken good, speaking good of white skin. You can't do it. Show me in the Bible where this, where somebody was white and they was spoken of, as not associated with leprosy. Leprosy in the Bible is not the leprosy we think of today, but that's covered again. That's one of the five smooth stones. Okay? So anyway, I know my guests can been holding a while. If I say, brother, you're long-winded, but I promise you I have got to, got to, got to, got to, um, Needs to lay all that down. So let's do this. Let's do this, get a little bit of some here. It's an old one, old little rap. So, okay, Percet Porsche is in the wonderful city of Cincinnati. And uh, I'm so glad he's been on the show with us. Haven't he been a blessing? Haven't, Percet dropped all kind of nuggets in our spirits? So... Let's go ahead and bring him on the phone line. Code 504-952. Purcell, Purcell, you there?
2: I'm here, Mr.
1: Seth. Why well, are you doing, brother?
2: Man, I'm yet holding on, man. I am yet holding on.
1: Man, that sounds like you're making it, though, like,
2: What's that?
1: I said, "That sounds
2: like you're just barely making it, brother." No, sir. I'm. I'm really I'm <laughs> looking to see what the end gonna be. Well, you I'm should hold on to the end. I'm excited, man. I'm excited about uh about this God I serve. I'm excited about His plan for me because I know uh that it's all good because He told me so in Jeremiah 29:11. He said. Uh the thoughts that I think towards you are good and not evil, thoughts to give you a hope and an expected end. So the spirit of expectation in me is high. And uh, I'm looking forward to what eyes haven't seen and ears haven't heard. I'm looking forward to the things that he has in store for me. Man, I'm excited about this Jesus that we talk about, my brother. I'm excited.
1: Well, brother, I uh, again welcome you on the show. Appreciate you stopping by and sharing what you know for sure. And that's all we are, brothers and sisters. We're just on the phone line just talking about the things we know for sure. Taurus, as well as Kevin. Kevin had already told me he wouldn't be on to like nine, but Taurus, I think, has gotten held up here. So we'll just wait for him to come on. But in the meantime, uh, Priscilla, I want to ask you a question. Uh, again, we are building something. We are a lot of young people are tuning in. I sent this link to all kind of folks, uh, everybody, and so we're going to get a lot of young people, but we're going to get a lot of black men in general, I think, to be tuning into this show. And one thing I've learned when you do these blogs, you've got to make sure we all on the same, on one accord, because what we call a Problem. If you're trying to convince somebody of a, pro- of a problem they have and they don't see it as a problem, you're wasting your time. So I want to make sure we're pointed tonight. Like uh, uh, I like to say it like this: our assignment tonight is to number one point out things that is for sure a cancer in our culture. Now, we're not spending a lot of time because I think we agree mostly as a a people on that. Where we disagree or we seem to go different ways is when we start talking about solutions. So I think everybody agree that our voice is targeted by the police. We agree with that. We agree with that. I said we agree with that
3: one. Uh,
1: We agree that a lot of our relationships, for whatever reason, is not... Very good, and we agree with just a lot of the things I said. The black man is asking, "Who am I?" We agree with that. That's a that's a that's a that's a question. That is a problem. A lot of us don't know who we are. Um, just bear with me. Let me just do this. I think it'd be appropriate if I just kind of go through this list here. A, a lot of us black men. I'm talking about, folks. And that's what the spotlight is on tonight. Not so much black people, black men. They are asking, Who am I? What is my purpose? When are our people coming up? When are our people stop going, or gonna stop going through the things we go through in this country? When does the pain stop in America? All of this stuff happening to us, targeted. We go through what a lot of our white brothers and sisters. We go through every single thing they go through, for the most part. And then we have. An extra, an extra burden. Things that come our way because we have dark skin, okay. And then another question. Uh, again, this is the kind of answers we want to bring tonight because a lot of us agree. We already know a lot of these challenges, but we're gonna. But I'm just going over them anyway. How am I, as a black man, to protect myself and my family? Serious, serious question asked by our brothers. How do I? deal with today's black woman as I said earlier how can I get more money faster it seemed like nobody no black man it seemed like I'm going to get no black man if you ask him this question do you have enough money I guarantee you it'd be hard to find someone that say yes I do I'm okay even if they rich so there's a lot of worship of money, okay? Among these brothers, we're not picking on them because, again, you know, we believe that these people, our our brothers, our brothers are great, our fathers are great, our uncles are great people. We're not picking on them. We're not taking this opportunity to put them down. We just want to talk a little bit about the problem because, again, we all know we're going to spend a lot of this show talking about survival skills for this black man in a white supremacist America. But he goes on to ask questions like, why am I always misunderstood by society, Purcell? He also, if I got a quarter for every time somebody said that, but he also goes on to say this, sometimes I feel like it's me against the world. That's how a lot of us feel. You know, our woman is the best thing we got, and they are the best thing we got. But a lot of our women, again, being the best thing we got, get tired of us complaining. And at some point, they don't want to hear it. And brothers, a lot of us will not talk to another brother because it ain't cool to be sitting up bitching, if you will. That's what they call it in the way in the streets, not me per se. I'm trying to speak the language of a a nation. And then you hear this, I never feel good enough per se. Or well, appreciate it for what I do. Why is it so hard for us? Why is it so hard for us? And here's another one. Where is God? And the last one, I don't need the church. So these are just some of the things we hear from so-called black men. So tonight, really briefly, Purcell, I want to ask you the first question. And we'll wait for Taurus in, in the house and uh, as well as Kevin. When they're in the house, I think they'll press one. Um, but Purcell, where are we going? We know what the problem is so let's talk about the solution as in, in terms of it being a, a, a destination where are we going how does it look when we get there for sale um, why don't you talk about your own personal life because that's what you know the best and then what you think how it applies to a nation where are we going how does it look when we get there
2: well Seth, I'll tell you uh, that's a pretty loaded topic, man. Um, kind of tough. I I heard you say we know the problem, I believe you said. Am I right about that?
1: Yeah, I believe we all would agree. If I saw a name in a laundry list of things Black Men Go, we all agree with that. We hear it all the time. But the solution yeah. is... What we don't know. What we can't agree on, I should say. We all know about the yep. in, not deluded. We all know about the young men, black men on on the street. We all know about the loud black people, but for sure, black males, black females talking all loud. We all know about how the the whites fear us and fear our young people. We all know how our young people is acting out because they, you know, we all know about the crime rate. You know, a lot of our boys and is looking to, to to prosper fast. Like I said earlier, about the fast money, so they choose illegal ways to do it. We all know about this, that. I can I can go on and on and on. Everybody know about that. But if I say what's the solution, and I say something like, "Well, you need to go to church." Oh no, you heard the video I played last week? F that church, S H I T. You know, that's how they feel. See, we disagree when we start talking about answers. You heard somebody, you know, hear LSU come on and talk about Christianity. Well, some people, some people feel like, whoa, 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 I'm a Christian. They don't understand what he was saying. He wasn't dogging out Christ and, and the Father. He was dogging out Christianity. So we have we have different versions of what the solution is. But we all, I think, we're more unified with the problem than we are with the solution. So my question to you is, what do you see I, as the right. solution? Uh, let me yes, make it yes, more. Yes, let's yes. let's pick at, at it. Let's take it one, one step at a time. And I'll do the same thing with Tarz and Kevin. I'm going to give you five questions that's going to dissect what I just said. Number one is, what is success? Let's just start with that. What is success? In a minute. What's no more in a minute.
2: What is success? Success is, I believe I said last week, what I believe success is is I believe success is being in a position to process. Um I believe also, um, like my brother, Todd, said, I believe success is being able to help others as well. Uh, one of my favorite speakers says it like this. He says, you can have anything in life you want if you would just help enough other people get what they want. And I believe that not because he says it and he's very successful or was very successful. He's the late Zig Ziglar now. But I believe it because the scripture tells us that whatever good thing you make happen for somebody else, God will make happen for you. And the reason why I like that is because it's not just focused on money. There's a lot of good you can make happen for somebody else that don't have nothing to do with money. Um, I think just having a mind to help somebody else is success. Because I believe it's the heartbeat of God. Um, heartbeat of the Father Heartbeat of Yah Heartbeat of Yahshua Heartbeat of Jesus Yes yeah. The Christ That's what I believe That That's what I firmly believe That's what I teach my children That's what I teach my wife um, I firmly believe that For my own family So on top of the fact that because I read my Bible, my Bible tells me in Third John, the second chapter or the second verse, Third John one and two. It says this: It says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers." I'm gonna say it one more again. I'm gonna say, "I want you to, I want you to hear how important it is." To the Father, listen to the listen to this scripture. Third John, chapter one, verse number two. Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul father. That's how important it is to Yah Yeshua. Yahweh, Jesus, the Christ. That's how that's how important it is that you be successful. That's why it's important to me.
1: Okay. All right. Let me ask you this again, folks. uh, We just landed down the foundation. This is what we feel. It don't mean that kids are gonna agree. It don't mean that. uh, 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 Really, don't mean that I agree with uh, uh, Purcell y'all saw that I think in show number two where I was talking about this and the other about Africa and he came on and said something completely different we don't always agree okay this is four black men living four different lives and I expect us not to not to agree on all things that's what I like that's why I deliberately chose uh, four people that's gonna have some good things to say four things that have some things that might challenge all of us obviously think we're right all of us obviously think we're on the right road or you know most cases anyway, that's just what people do, but I want y'all to hear what Purcell is saying, because, again, we need to put out some strategies, folks, some real-life, solid strategies for black men and white supremacist America, because our men, our boys, our uncles, our dads is in trouble. This is a very serious program tonight. I'm trying to start off real slow, real slow. And then we're going to, once we get Taurus, I know it, and then Kevin in the house, trust me, it's going to pick up. I want them to, 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 see, listen, as long as we all holding hands and agreeing, we ain't getting nowhere because that's we're not being real. Okay? If, if somebody, somebody uh, have issues with already what Purcell has said from you on the phone lines, press one. Come on, let us know what you think. You know, you probably feel like the one young lady that I played and said, "F that church shit." You know, she she was she was not trying to hear it. You might feel like that. Let us know why. Why? Why do you know, what's What's up with that? Maybe you got something we need. I'm very serious. Don't think because you're older, you got all the answers. A lot of these young people, they got something for you. Say a little, quick little story. What I mean by that, and then we'll go back to Purcell. And uh, again, uh, I welcome every single one of y'all to this. A Very needed show Talking about survival skills for black men And white supremacist America Here on this blog show tonight I really thank every single one of y'all We have people in the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank y'all, thank y'all Appreciate you being on time I really appreciate saying that Again, if you have questions, comments press one, okay And I'm going to keep looking at the phone lines And look for your questions But a young lady was in the McDonald's one time And uh, she There was a bunch of ministers And I was one of them they meet at the McDonald's on Oakland and um, Lancaster, and she asked this question. Because she heard them going, they was really getting deep in the stuff, and she just sat behind them and kind of was eating. Young girl, probably no more than about 24. She said, I have a question. And they said, yes, young lady. And she says, what's the name of God? And they looked at it and they said, well, Jesus. And then she was chewing, I never forget, she was chewing a piece of meat. And she shaked her head and said, No. <laughs> and they looked at her like, You say, what's the name of God? So we just call him God. No, they first said, We call him God. And she said, Well, no, that's what he is. He's a God. But what's his name? And, she, and they said, Jesus. And she shook her head, chewing a little meat. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, I got to see. I know where she's going with this, but I ain't going to say nothing. And so she says, and then they say, "Well, uh, 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 we call him God." Or then they say, "We Jesus, or Lord." She said, "No, no." And then she said, "His name is Yah." Priscilla and I actually talked about this uh, off the show. So here, I don't know if I told this about him about this part though, but this actually happened not that long ago. And so watch this now. We're talking about seasoned ministers. Everybody's over 40 years old. Someone was as old as 73, maybe. About eight ministers, all looking at this young girl and they say Jesus. She said, What is the name she said, What is the name of the father? I think she said what is the name of the father? That's what she said. And and they said God. Then when I said Jesus, she said no and then then she said Yah. When she said Yah uh then four of the ministers he he was, he he knew they was going to chew her out. He just used the word he said, she mean like Yahweh and they say, Oh, he talked to Hebrew. Oh, okay, the Hebrew. And they watch his brothers and sisters. I want everybody to listen to this really carefully. I'm going back to Purcell. I want his take on this as well. This young girl, no could be no more about twenty four years old, said these words. His name is Yah. And they said, You talking about the Hebrew. And then she said, Yeah. And then when they went back to talk, this is what one of them said. Everybody got all these names. No, the, the, people don't want to just stick with the Bible. No, no, they want to go and get, get all these names. All I know is I was saved under Jesus. She began to stand up. I, and I was delivered under Jesus. And You know, and so she could hear all this. And then we went back to talking, and I spoke up because I understood what was going on. I said, let me ask y'all something. I said, do y'all believe in saying the word Hallelujah. They say, well, yeah. I say, do you believe? I looked at all of them. Do you believe in saying, word hallelujah? They say, yeah. I said, do you know you sang praise, y'all? They look. I said, the scripture says, in Psalm 68 and 4, sing unto God, sing praise unto his name, extol him that them among the heavens by his name. Here's his name, Jah. I don't know nobody go around saying, Praise Jah! Jah brought me up to walk with me up from Jah this, Jah that. All you talk about is Rastafarians. I played that song earlier on the opening of the show, where they were saying Jah, for this reason. Now listen, people. We spell Hallelujah with a J. We spell the end of Hallelujah is J A H, but nobody says Hallelujah. You know why nobody says Hallelujah? Because the 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 institutions. Religious institutions have already put it out there. There was no J, so the church world starts saying Hallelujah. We're saying praise ya yeah. And I told the ministers, if y'all have trouble with the young lady, you shouldn't say Hallelujah. You should say Hallelujah, Jesus. From now on, never say Hallelujah no more. Or, Hallelujah. And they looked. <laughs> they looked at me. <laughs> I hear you laughing at that, brother. (laughs) Yeah, man, that's funny to me. I said, said, you should say hallelujah, Jesus. And I say, I understand what y'all are saying when you say Jesus, but know that before they translated the Bible to say Jesus, there was no J in the Hebrew. There was no J in the Hebrew. Then they added the J. Then later on they changed his name to Jesus, is what I meant to say. So their sisters right, and I said, furthermore, Jesus is not the father and they look at me real strange. We're talking about seasoned ministers. who so don't think somebody young like a Kevin or a Taurus or any of you young people out there, don't think you can't tell us something. We can learn. All these years these men didn't know that. Yeah. So again, again, the father's name is Yah. When they went to translate the Bible, there was four letters that they saw. The translators, they saw Y, H, W, H. The scholars call it textra That's what they call those four letters. Textra textra gromiton, Different depends on who you ask. But they came across four letters, holy, holy letters, called spooky letters. They were scared to death of those letters. Y, H, W, H. So some people say it mean Yahweh Some people say it means Yahweh People say uh, Yahuwah We don't know But we know those letters Was there Y-H-W-H When it refers to the Father
2: Depends on who say it
1: uh-huh. Yeah, it depends on who say it And then you have people just say Yah Like the Bible says in Psalm sixty eighty four. So this is the name of the Father Yah Yah is the one that sent Christ. Christ didn't send himself. Christ later, Yeshua, with his name? I just say Christ, shut everybody up. I don't even, I don't even get into it, I just say Christ. <laughs> when Christ came on the scene, which means just Messiah. See, I don't like to, uh, then you got to be careful with the word Christ because Christ means Messiah, and, and Moses was a type of Messiah, but if you say Moses was Christ, you're going to throw out the whole church, Where they're going to kick out the church, run, spraying and pulling their hair out. So you can't say, that's why you have to be careful with the word Christ. Christ is me anointed one. You can be a Christ, but will you be Yeshua the Christ? So the Father sent the Son. Father name is Yah. The Son name is Yeshua. Some people say Yahshua. Again, this is old language, and that's why we're not on a card. So don't get... Tangle up or discourage because one person say Yah or Yahweh. Excuse me, I'm talking about the son. One person say Yeshua or Yahshua. Don't get, don't get, don't get bent out of shape over that. They're trying to, we're trying to go back as a nation to our, this was our language. We are Israelites, I believe, and we're trying to get back. We're trying to get back. That's why people don't want to say God. They say Yah, Yah, Yah. I don't do it on this show because I want to scare folk. But we're trying to get back as a people. Because survival skills for black men in white supremacist America is we got to start calling things what they originally were. There was no such thing as a black man. That's another thing we've got to agree go from. That's why we like to say Israelites. I'm, I don't do it this show because I don't want to confuse people, but I like to refer to black people in America as Israelites, period. Period. End of story. That's what they are, Israelites. They're not black. What is a black man? It's invented around 1681 shots. after Baker's Rebellion. They, when they had indigenous servants, black and white, so-called black and white, that came to this new new land, they were called indigenous servants from Europe and all over, really, other places as well came, and they did not have the concept of black and white. So we've got to quit saying that. Who are these people? They're Europeans. But how can they be Europeans when there was black Europeans at the same time there was white Europeans back then? So what's the real name for white people? You answer that question caller, listener, and you will figure out America. What do you call white people? Well they're Irish. They're Germany. Impossible. Impossible. Again, consult the book Chosen from the Carcasses. You can get any bookstore, just order if they don't have it. And get the tape series Hidden Colors. You can also go on YouTube and and get a lot of free hidden color videos the whole thing might cost you two hundred dollars but they go into detail there's, there's other other sources. But folks you can find more out about that if you simply Google Firefoot on Blog Talk Radio and just type in the word white skin and you'll I'm sure to pull up all those shows. Anyway, Priscilla back to you. I just had to talk about that the young lady who schooled these ministers uh, but per se, again, folks, I'm gonna move a little slow, but we got we just, just bear with us. We're throwing out nuggets here and there. We're going out survival skills. So, one thing black men you want to start doing is is, is uh, making sure that uh, you're using these skills. Number one, call an ace, ace and do a deuce. Uh, we are not black men. It's invented. If you want to keep calling yourself what somebody else invented, fine. I mean, I say it all the time, but it's only so I can communicate with people. But I, I'm getting to where I say more and more Israelites, we're Israelites, we're Israelites, we're Israelites. Not niggas, Israelites, not black, Israelites, Israelites. That's the part. You might say, what does got do with surviving out here in the hard world? Well, this my white man trying to get me down. He's trying to shoot us and trying to kill us. Well, first got to, again, return with who you are. So, Purcell, my next question is, uh, again, we're just laying the foundation here for this part four. I've already asked you what is success. Uh, let me ask you this. Why should a person use the Bible for their direction, for their guidance? Because we're all on a journey, and we're in America. We We are definitely on a journey in this thing called America, Purcell. And a lot of our people is going through a lot of pain here in these Americas. My question to you is this. Why should they follow, I think Taurus said uh, the Bible stands for Bible, basic instruction before leaving earth. Uh, Somebody put that out there years ago, and and people use that. But why should people trust this book to be, uh, or or do you trust this book to be, uh, well, that's a dumb question. I know you do, but. What's proof that these young people need to use this tool as a survival skill? What's proof? I mean, let's, let's let's not play with this. What is your proof, Purcell, that they they need to use the Bible? I mean, there's there's, there's rules of the street. there you got the street, uh, the Scottish rules, how to make it in America by street rules. There's a common sense, what they call common sense. It's not common at all, but in other words, think it out yourself. There's all kind of methods and philosophies people are are engaging in to try to figure out how to make it in this white supremacist America. Why do you talk so much about the scriptures And what proof do you have that these young people that's listening should use it as a survival skill?
2: Well... Here's what I understand. I can say I'm gonna I'm say what I'm gonna say. But here's what I, uh, I this from the scripture. I live my life based on the scripture because because I am the scripture. Okay. Uh, Break it down. Here's what I'm gonna say. This is what I learned from the scripture. I learned. That the scripture said every man must be fully persuaded in his own mind. So, before I get into all of that, this is also what the scripture said. Now, number one, it's a choice. It's a choice for you to serve God or serve the God of this world. You have a free choice. Okay, now for me, I chose God. I chose the God of heaven and earth. I chose the creator because I've never seen, never seen Toyota go to Honda, for any instruction. I hope everybody understands what I that. Honda is not Toyota's maker, so most common, what Toyota's gonna do? Toyota's gonna go to Toyota because Toyota is Toyota's maker. So common sense, which a common, like Brother Seth said. Is if I have any questions concerning my life and how I was created, I need to go to the creator. So that's the reason I worship the creator. Because the creator has my best interest in mind. The creator has the blueprint. The creator knows the number of hairs on my head. The Creator knows my idiosyncrasies. My Creator knows uh, how I make decisions. Not only does He know how I make decisions, but He knows I'm going to make decisions based on His wisdom. Why? Because I, the Scripture said wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. But in all you're getting, get understanding. I think I uh, referenced on last week. Proverbs 3 and 5, which says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Acknowledge who? The Lord. Who is the Lord? The Lord is your owner. Lord simply means owner. This is where we get the term landlord. Owner. I'm going to go to my owner involving anything concerning me. That's just common sense. Forget about want to be all spooky and be all spiritual. Let's just use some common sense. Okay? Hey, 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 let me
1: I want to make it more practical you're you, you, you going you, doing, you that's why I want to send him that's why I halt because I think he was going to do what I was about to say but I want to give real life scenarios and maybe Tars and Kevin and Johnson looking at our kids, so he want to come up to like 9 so it's about 9 now so he should be popping in but uh, I wanted to just ask this question and, and Tars whenever you can just press one. he has some things going on with him so whenever you can, I understand if you can't come on right now but anyway, listen, this is what I want to do. I want to talk about real life in your face stuff that these young men and older men even uh, is going through. And, uh, again, this show is to provide survival skills. Uh, the Father speaks through us, and I do do not underestimate him doing just that. And I, I just believe that. And we make it real spooky like so, there's got to be lightning and all this. But the Father speaks to people all the time. He really do. Situations as well. But listen, folks, our young people, here's a good one, Purcell. We're not going to hit already the church, because we already talked about the church extensively, but I want to say this really briefly about sin, the word S-I-N, sin, sin, sin. Most people don't want to have dealings with the Father right now in their young life, because they say you can't have no fun. That's the number one reason most young people I know, they say it yeah, y'all boring. Yeah, y'all, y'all boring. Y'all boring. What they say? Y'all boring. Okay. This is what I learned a long time ago as a as a young
2: man. Can you, you? Say something. Yeah, you have to. You have to. You have to consider what's my definition of fun. Somebody's definition right. of fun might be drinking all night. I'm out. I'm out drinking. I'm out smoking. You know, I'm getting high. That's
1: fine. Oh uh, oh hold on, hold that thought, hold that thought. Taurus hand went up and I wanna bring him on. And uh we wanna definitely bring him on, so hold on, hold that thought, please, please, please. Okay, Eric eight one seven, uh eight nine one Taurus Smith, are you in the house? Yeah, Okay, well say hello to the people really quickly, we're already in the middle of everything. Right now we're talking about um uh, young people when they say this they, you hear this often Taurus they say uh to be saved. I don't want it's more fun to be, you know, outside out there, you know, versus in the church. Church, everything is strict, can't do this, can't do that. So that's what we have right now, Purcell. You go, uh, so touch the say hello to people briefly, and then we'll go back to Purcell.
2: How y'all doing, everybody? Everybody's
1: okay. All right. Well, well go ahead, Purcell.
2: Okay, so. When you say fun, you have to define fun. See, it's, it's, that's, a broad, uh, that's a broad description because whatever my perception, and this is something that I learned also, whatever my perception is, is my reality. Okay? I might think that crime is fun. Now, don't get me wrong. I ain't tripping. I'm just trying to bring a whole nother perspective. Because when I was in sin in the world, clubbing, drinking, kicking it, doing what I was doing, I was having fun. I was enjoying myself. But I knew, well, I didn't know at the time. But you, you do know to a degree. Because if there is a situation or if you feel in your in your own spirit that if you feel the slightest inkling that it's something wrong with what you're doing, then typically that's the nudge that's the nudge of God. That's what I learned. That's really the nudge of God. And what we did or and what we do so often is we ignore that nudge the reason I know it's a nudge is because God gave us something called conscious okay and conscious can be synonymous with the Holy Spirit I believe I'm just talking from my own from my own perspective. Well,
1: let, let me jump let me, in just for a second. J- just for a second. Let me ask you something because you're building there. I think I think you're building. But let me just say this. Will you agree to this statement? Then I want to go to Taurus, and then I'll come back to you. Will you agree to this statement? When I was coming up, really, really briefly, when I was younger, young man, and I was what you were talking about. Okay, I didn't do the things you did, Purcell, but I had my own flavor of sin. Uh, somebody once told me, when I said, man, it's boring to be saved. It's boring to be a Christian. Y'all bored, boring, boring. See what they said to me. They say, I said, there's too many things you can't do. You can't do this, you can't do that. And they said, the only thing, I'll never will forget this, and you won't either, either, listener. You will never forget what I'm about to say. I promise you. Here it goes. I just warn you. They said, the only things you can't do as a believer or Christian is things that destroy you, your neighbor, or it harms the heart of the father. In other words, something that upset the father, or something that goes against what his will is. If he don't, if it don't go against his will, it don't harm your neighbor. It don't harm you. You can do that. You can do that. I heard a little noise in the background. If anybody's not talking, you got noise. Just meet me. Please, please, please. One more time. Somebody told me, the only things you can't do, Seth, is things that harm yourself, things that harm other people, or things that go against God's plan. Now, the reason is not good to lie, it would be okay to lie, but okay, Here, a noise in the background again, please meet me if you're not talking, to you. I don't know who that is alright, so the reason why you don't lie, and I'm, I'm coming back at you per se, but I want Taurus to comment on what, you, what we both are saying and then we'll go back to you, okay uh, Taurus, be ready for like a minute um, or, or more, whatever you want uh, but so I began to start naming them. They said it's okay to dance. I said no. They told me it's one you can't dance. In my church, they said you can't dance. They said well, who are you? What are you? You not harming nobody dancing. What do you mean by when you dance? What are you dancing unto? What What are you dancing for? And I I saw dancing different. It's all kinda of people go work out and they dance to work out. Nobody knocks them in the church. But all of a sudden if you put on some music and you dance, here come church folks saying you can't do that. A lot of these church people, and all due respect to the church, the most powerful institution on the planet, a lot of these church people is putting people in bondage, saying they can't do this and they can't do that when the father never said they couldn't. Even drinking, which I never drank. Not intentionally, I was tricked one time, but I never drink. But the Bible says, "He that is drunk is not wise." It don't say no one in the Bible you can't drink. Paul even suggested somebody drink a little wine for their belly. What's knocked in the Bible about drinking is drunkenness, which most folk, when they drink, they get drunk. So that's why they say no drinking. But anybody talking about no drinking, no drinks, about no drink, they're wrong. And anybody that just got to have the drink, they won't because they're abusing themselves. If you got to have it, got to have it, got it. That's abuse. But if you drink casually and it don't bother you, you're not addicted to nothing, it, it, the scripture doesn't lock that. The scripture does not get in high because you're not, you're, they go to the drunkenness. You're not in your faculties. You're not controlling your faculties. You say, well, I, I, you know, it's the part of the earth. Whatever, I'm just going to go the scripture say, stick with the book or not. Well it's good for my glaucoma. Well, I didn't say nothing about smoking it. You can put it in your system and not be getting high. The scripture knock us not being control of our faculty. It does knock that. Well, what about uh going out to a club? There's nothing wrong with going to a club, but there's the club. What kind of club is it? What are you doing there? Well, everybody's half naked. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> it depends. You know we're going to a club. The car is just a building with music and entertainment. There is nothing wrong with that. A, a a lot of things we say something wrong with, there is nothing wrong with it. At all. So again, somebody set me free when they said Seth. The only thing you can't do is what destroy yourself. Do you want to destroy yourself? Well no. Do you want to destroy me? No. Do you want to destroy your neighbor? No. Well, it's okay. You can do that thing. Does it? Does the father say not to do it? Now, the father is going to be better than all of us because he's going to see things in that thing you think you and your neighbor might think is okay. But the father may say not do something that you and your neighbor might say is okay. So it's all three. Does it hurt you? Does it hurt your neighbor? Did the father say don't do it? If if you get a red light from all of them, green light, you can do that your comments unless and, and just take your time and then proceed, I want you to finish up. Because this is major. A lot of people would have a lot of things to do with the church or whatever, but it's these rules. Go ahead.
2: Sorry. I think I think people just stir it up and as far as church go, people just take from what I see, people just take what they take for toward it fit they they standard or they can still sin a little bit, let's say they're holy, so they go to church, or they they do some just, I don't know, I think everybody got their own motives for what they think it is. And like I said, I think people just scared about what they don't know. Because don't nobody really know. And the whole purpose of just believing in God is our faith at the end of the day. Because nobody got no proof of nothing. Ain't nobody seen no seed separate. And nobody seen nobody get swallowed up by a whale. And nobody seen seen thousands of people get fed with just two fishes and a loaf of bread. Ain't nobody ever seen that. So at the end of the day it's just faith. It's like is it scary enough for you to believe in? Or are you just gonna say, I don't believe I'm an atheist or I'm this, I'm that, you know? So you know, it all just depends well, let on. Me say, let me say this, let me say this story. Let me say this,
1: and I'm only just a little, little 15 seconds of interjection because I want you to keep going. Do not stop. I disagree with you on that. We might not have seen, uh, I didn't f- see people too low fee 5,000, but almost everybody I know would disagree with you. They would say, no, I did see miracles. One minute I, I was sick.
3: Miracles
1: too. Hold, hold, on a second, hold on a second. One minute I was sick. Next minute I got prayer. The third minute I was healed. One minute I was broke, I pray. I know everybody can't say this. I know we don't see it as often as we would like to see it, else you wouldn't be making that statement. But there are lots of people that swear that's what brought them to to, to church. It's miracles. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for miracles, then I'm I think talking
2: about it in general. you can say what you said. I'm talking about it in general. I'm just speaking for the man. Like I said, I can't really speak for them. I don't know. Don't nobody know. As far as me, it was my granny. So, you know, and a little crazy stuff that happened when I was going through hard times of like, that's how I know God real. Even though I can't explain and just put it all in words, it's just a feeling that come over you and you don't have them type of feelings all the time. So that can't be nobody but God. And if it's another feeling that I ain't tapped into where I can use and feel that every day, that that's a whole other subject, but that ain't been the case, so it gotta be God, so I can speak to me. Well, I can't speak
0: for nobody else.
1: let me ask you this. Another finish, uh, 15, it would be 15 seconds for real. Do you think the reason why you don't feel that is because you're probably not around the fire, so to speak?
2: It could be that. It could be that. I don't got that. You you keep yourself and everything else, so that's what you're going to be subject to. So I, 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 don't, I don't object to that at all. Percell, any
1: comments I want Torres to saying? That I want Torres to finish if he's not finished? Anything he said so far?
2: I just I just want
0: to... No
2: more no than a minute, and then I want to, minute, to I go back to him. What'd you say? No more than about a minute,
1: and then I want to go back to him, because I want him to kind of run a little bit.
2: Okay. Well, I want him to run anyway, because I'm not 100% clear whether or not I heard... Uh, what you all finished talking about? I know you were okay. I keep running. The, the idea of uh, of miracles, and this, but I missed what was said. Hold on,
1: Target said something. just said something. Tarja You got to take me off speaker, man. Hold on hold a second, hold a second. Priscilla, you got to take me off speaker. You sound far away. Trust me.
2: I'm not on speaker. I'm not on speaker.
1: You got the phone right to your mouth. Because
2: it sounds really different, I promise you. But go ahead, Todd. What's going to, to yourself, right. quickly, quickly? I think black people just want to belong. Especially people that came over, you know, slaves, you know, ancestral slaves, whatever. Everybody just wants something to belong to, whether it's Christianity, whether it's Islam. I don't hear, it. i be having talks with people on Facebook about the Moors, the Moors and stuff like that. Like I said, at the end of the day, black people just want to belong to something. Cause, like, I was watching TNZ one time. The black girl was on there. white girl was on there. Like, she checked her an ancestry tree and went back to a president or went back to England to a king or queen or something like that. The black dude stood up and said, I did that. I checked it went back to a slave ship, manifest." So, at the end of the day, black people just want to belong. Like, I be hearing that we, we could be Israelites, you know. I, I believe that to a certain extent. But we don't know what we is at the end of the day. I know we don't look like Africans, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I know I we know oh, targeted.
1: Oh, what did you say about Africans?
2: I said we don't look like them. We favor them, but we don't look like them. You know what I'm saying? Like they features. But then again, like okay. I don't see white people that look like black people, so I really, I really can't speak. Okay,
1: Purcell, anything? i. Uh-huh. Charles, I I disagree about the African comment because we ain't seen all 52 states. You might not look like well, a Nigerian, you? but you might look like Ethiopia by the forehead You might look like I'm a forehead head look like a You got yellow African,
2: you got red
1: African, you got brown African. Those Africans African. African. you can't tell. Those Africans you can't tell if they're American or if they until they open their mouth. So I don't know, I don't know about that one. But go but go ahead, you're probably right. I don't know. There any comments? You just about to say something? won't we'll go back to. I'm gonna let y'all go back and forth, please.
0: I
2: I do yeah I do disagree with that that, that uh, African uh, also now I when I think we're different about is I think our values are different from what? the African culture and just us who've who've been Americanized. I think the values are different because our values have changed to the to the extent that. Um, we don't value one another the way Africans value one another. I don't think here in the States that we value one another's life. I don't even, we don't even have to be uh, just acquaintances. I don't think we value the black family, I mean, blood family structure, unlike. Africans do, and I believe, I don't know 100%, but I believe that's the issue that bl- Africans
0: have with us
2: as Americanized black people. Oh, okay, can I say one quick? Yeah, go ahead. How can you say what Africans write you is? That's like you saying what your neighbor value. You don't know what they value. You can't speak on that. Anybody can look at somebody as well, a woman and tell them a little too sensitive and like they like they can speak on something you can't. So you don't know what they well, value is greater or less than ours. I, I well I I beg to differ. I've worked with um uh, Africans. I
0: have Africans. You
2: I've work with them with. a few you work with them a few hours and they go home. People put on their jobs. People put on their oh, jobs. I, no, I've talked to people extensively. I have African. My former pastor was from Africa, was from Ghana, Africa. I have a good friend yeah. right now who's from Congo, Africa. This is my dude. So
0: I got I've friends talked from to people.
2: Huh? I got friends from Africa too. My friends from Africa okay. they ain't no different than us. Well, then y'all should have y'all should be able to have dialogue and conversation. In this we do, but that that's why I said what I said. Values. So they tell you, you that their value system is not different from yours? Nah, they they just, I, 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 no, they I just, I say tradition is different, but as far as values, it's kind of the same thing when it comes to family. Some families are separated, right. some families are tight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, African, African is the reason why we are over here. So you can't talk about values. They sold us into captivity, so you can't speak on no values.
4: Africans sold us from
2: captivity. Yeah, they sold us in captivity. How you think they ever traded the land? Okay, so here's what here's what I here's what I want to know. Let's get back to that that what we were talking about about the values. Right. Okay. Here's what I want to know. Now your African friends that you talk to. Yep. Don't mention to you that there is a difference. Now here's something that I, I believe I know differently about your family. I know your family is probably an exception to the rule. Because you all still um uh, from what I know about my boy Seth, you all are a close knit family. Yep. Right or wrong? You're See, right. You right. So, okay, so you so you per se would be an exception to the rule See that was, like you I, said, I, That's the way you too, came though. up Yeah I listen to people that surround me too But you said that's yeah. the way you came up though right So yeah. that value Was instilled in you Growing up So yeah. you have let me a different say outlook No 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 Listen let me tell you about my family From my point of view I ain't had no daddy. To be I, had, I, had, I had three uncles. I had three uncles. I had two granddaddies. One granddaddy was really present. The other one wasn't really that really, present. And everything else I learned from the streets, point blank, period. As far as like sports, I'll take four uncles. i include Joel. Sports pretty much came from my Uncle Myers and my Uncle Joel. You know what I'm saying? All this talking, like using my brain, trying to learn my history, trying to be. Like a positive, strong black man came from my Uncle Steve. Just being goofy and playing around came from my Uncle Puck. So I combined all that up into like a little gelatin, and all of them talk to me about women, of course. So that's where I learned everything from. That's where I learned everything from. And who I am today is a product of them and everybody else on the streets. But in right. most cases, me. And every one of our
4: testimonies.
2: That's every I'm, one just so, I'm just saying, so. I talk to other people too. I don't just listen to my family. My family close, but it's certain things, my family won't talk to me about I have to learn on my own. And that came from outside well, of. Well, let me say, let, let, let me
0: say,
1: let, let me jump in here for a second and say this, y'all, about Africa in defense of them, because Africa gets a bad rap. There are 55 nations. Some Africans is just as different to each other. I know y'all don't believe this. Some Africans are just as strange to each other as black people are in America to Mexicans or Hispanics.
2: The Let way we this look at Hispanics, the way we look at different, right how quick, we... Let me say this right quick, Seth, because I... Okay.
1: And, I, and, and make sure Hold on a second, hold on a second, hold on a second Let me just say this one thing Pussy, I gotta ask this, so we gotta just nail this down Are you talking on like a headphone Do you,
2: do you have a phone it's to your mouth? Room. You're probably in the restroom It's echoing Yeah I'm in, I'm in a big open room I'm in a big open room
1: Yeah. It's a phone to your mouth though oh, just you. What is sound like?
2: you probably yeah. in like a big empty room
1: yeah, what's gonna happen is we play the show back. We play the show back. You you don't realize it now because you hear us fine, but we play the show back when others listen. They're gonna hear this echo. And I'm telling you, if you need to just stop what you're doing and just you know mute us when you're not talking or something, because if you just kind of we can hear you, but it's like you know a bad tone, like, like the Tari said. But go ahead, please.
2: Yeah, I'm just in a big room. I'm just in my my living room, all by myself. Nobody ain't do me. So. Uh... But let let me say this. Let me say this for the rest of the times that I'm on this show, okay? There is always, and I'm notorious for saying this, there is always an exception to the rule. So when I speak, I'm not speaking and painting with a broad brush. I'm speaking from experience. I'm speaking from my own personal experience, like you said, Thomas. You, I'm speaking from my own personal experience, but I have common sense enough to know that all I know is all I know, but all I know is not all there is to know. I have that much common sense to know. I'm going to say that one more again. All I know is all I know, but all I know is not all there is to know. So let me say again. There is always an exception to the rule. Right, now, right, we got Africa, it. But let, let me let me say this about Africa
1: because uh, we got you. What I'm saying, folks, is not all Africans sold us. That's number one. Not all Africans do this. Not all Africans do that. Some Africans don't know what you're talking about. They don't know anything of what you're talking about. There's some Kenyans don't know anything about Ethiopians. They don't know what they eat. They don't know what they eat. put that noise is in your on your on your side, man. Uh, again, you have some people talking or something. Just meet me whenever you're not talking. But there is some Ethiopians that don't know nothing about no Kenyan diet. They don't know nothing about no Kenyan customs. Some of them are just as I'm telling you. It's, it, you gotta believe this. See, we forget that this whole planet was dark-skinned people. And this, these people didn't like these people. These people warred against these people. These people didn't want to marry these people. The way Africa is right now, I know the Europeans came in there and really dissected it, but it was already... Different tribal things going on before Europeans even came. It just wasn't no 55 nations. They're probably more like 20 or something. we got to remember that. They're different. Very, very, very different. There's some Africans that would have killed the Africans that sold us. Killed them. Would have been trying to help us. And mm-hmm. we see Africans, we jump them and right. lump them together. They, they, they're different in night and day. That's why I hate to hear the word right. Africa. I really wish he just call call about their country. But go ahead. I just want to well, say that because I don't, we keep... I
2: don't know a whole lot. I don't know a whole lot about that. That's why I said there's always an exception to the rule. I don't know a whole lot about that, and I'm not ashamed to say that because again, all I know is all I know. Okay. Um. But here's let let me use somebody else. We we could say Chicanos. We know that the Chicano value system is different than ours to some degree. And, it, and we know also that there are some similarities between us and Chicano. Chicano being, somebody told me that call, you call them Mexicans, that's offensive. So they said, right. they, I, heard, I heard that uh, they prefer to be referred to as Chicano's. Okay. No,
0: let's well, le- le-
1: le- let's 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 eventually get back now. Finish what you're saying. I'm not gonna cut you. Finish what you're saying. But remember, Taris made the comment that black a lot of us just want to belong to something. I want to address that because we're still talking about survival skills. So go ahead. I don't want to cut you off too much. That's true.
2: That's true. That's James absolutely knows. true. Well, let's deal with that. That's absolutely true. I, I 100 I 100,000 percent agree with that because I feel like, um, and this is me talking. Okay. I still like and by the way, your, phone the is perfect.
1: your phone is perfect by the way.
2: That's one of the dilemmas that and my battery is loaded, which is why I had it on the charger, but I'm probably gonna cut my my um participation short tonight. Anyway, let me get back to that's why I I believe that part of our dilemma with our youth is that whole situation that whole idea of belonging. To something, I believe that's a big issue for our youth, let alone the black nation, absolutely every i don't think just black people, I think everybody want to belong to something, everybody want to be identified some type of way um, right
1: right but but Purcell, but listen here's what he was saying. We was talking about the Bible being the book to go by sin and how a lot of you don't want to be believers because you can't do what you can't do. And Taurus said, well, I just think a lot of people just want to just belong. And I was saying, he was saying nobody, no, here's what he said. He says, nobody really know. Nobody really, they wasn't there to see the 5,000. So we don't really know. We don't really know. And that's right. when we came to, that's when we came to the other. So here, here's what I want to just say, and I want you to finish what you said, Purcell, to Taurus is this. Taurus, I disagree. People just want to belong. There are some people that just want to belong. Dumb people had not met God, to met the Father yet. You ain't got to be perfect to meet the Father. You can be like a Peter. one minute, next minute. You, 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 Peter walked on water one minute. Next minute, trying to put his sword to cut off somebody's ear. So you don't have to be perfect to know and have experienced the power of God. And I mean, experience it often. But what happened is, Taras, individuals make the comments you make when they out there far fall from God. I'm not saying I'm, I'm so close, I'm so more righteous, I'm more. I just think I just feel him a little bit more because I'm trying to get around the fire a little bit more. When you get young, you out there trying to live your life, and you're trying to find another way, all this stuff that everybody go through. including us, we went through it. I'm still, every once in a while, we all visited here and there, too. We ain't totally out of the woods. But my point is this. I wake up singing to the Father, or try to. I pray often. I try to go around believers as much as I can. Church is kind of on my nerve right now, but I understand have the power of the church and how we need to fellowship there is like your next breath. You need it. You need each other. So I go there from time to time, and uh, I know about the Word. I listen to the Word, the Scriptures. And for these reasons, I get more. I see more, more miracles, more this. I've had encounters with evil spirits. Some of you look at me like I'm crazy when I say that, but it's because I think I got more spiritual, and I was aware of them, and I have called them out. I've literally called them out, like, I see you. Like, literally, I'm saying to somebody, I see you, and I'm not talking to them. And the spirit manifests. Who can say that? A lot of people can say that. Thousands of people say it, not millions. But you have to pay the price. Well, if you're sitting up, hanging a certain way, you know, all you do is work, 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 like a lot of businessmen, work, 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 make money, make money, make money, make make more money. They say, you know, you're rich, rich, rich. I'm not knocking them. But if that's where you spend all your energy, just like if I don't ever. So, with the in the area of finance, I'm gonna be broke. So, it's like you got to take a little bit of everybody's wisdom. But my point is, Taris, you when you say "don't nobody know," that's what a lot of people say that don't that they're not spiritual, and, and it's not true. There are some people that know more than they know you. Okay, there are people that are so sure of the Father and what He can do, they are more sure of that than them talking to you. Believe That's right. that. There are some people That's right. Let me give you a classic example, everybody. I gotta go here, Tars. Per se, I gotta go here. Go here. I'ma show you what I'm talking about. Now you know your uncle. I don't I don't I don't lie. My weakness is his other areas. I don't lie. One time we was at a believers convention. Those of you haven't heard this story on five from so just be patient with me. I'm just trying to talk to Tarzan he maybe ain't heard it. I was at a believers' convention with Kenneth Copeland. And I was, at the time, I was a young man trying to get close to the Father. I wasn't trying to get close to the streets. I wasn't trying to get close to nothing else with the Father. That do not mean I want not tempted with women and other things, but I'm just saying, for the most part, I was trying to get close to the Father. And I was reading my Bible a lot and praying a lot and fasting a little bit. Well, we was all praying, holding hands, and uh, one of the sisters, it was about nine of us, one of the girls fell out in the spirit. You know how cars at church when somebody falls, they throw a little blanket over you. You you know what I'm talking about?
2: Mm-hmm. Or you got a skirt on Okay.
1: One of the girls went out like that, and I didn't think none of it. They didn't think none of it because that's what we had that convention. It's people all kinds would fall out. It's not a problem. But we was all young people. We are not old. Ain't nobody in this, in this line more than 26. This girl went out. Boop. Fell out. Somebody threw something over. And uh uh... Later on, I walked away. We stopped praying. I walked away. I walked away. Now I want you to listen to me very careful. Not just Tasha, but everybody on this phone line. This is what I mean by when Tasha say, "Don't nobody know. Don't nobody know." Well, watch this. All of a sudden, this came over me. Don't ask me why. I don't know. I can't explain. I'm gonna try to speed this story up, y'all. Get the details. If you want the details of this story and other stories like this, go to Five Smooth Stone. Go to go, Google Five Smooth Stone. Spiritual warfare. Five-foot song, blog, talk, radio, spiritual warfare. And I, not only talk, do I talk, but I have a guest on talking about even similar stories of these. Okay? Now watch this. Two story. Father's my witness. I would not lie about this. All of a sudden, this, something came over me, Taurus. It's funny you use the words, don't nobody know. Because watch what I'm about to tell you, Taurus. Something came over me. And I knew beyond a shadow of a doubt that girl had an evil spirit. I knew some kind of way she wasn't out in the spirit like all the mothers when they pray and they go out in the spirit. This was something different. How did I know that? I don't know. I found out later that the Father, sometime when you when you when he when he can use you and you're seeking him, he'll. By his Spirit, rise up in you, and it's called a discerning of spirits. It's called a discerning of spirits. It's one of the nine gifts of the Spirit that the Father uses within different people. Somebody will get a word of knowledge. That's a, that's a gift. Somebody will get a discerning of spirit That's a gift. Somebody will get the gift to perform a miracle. You'll see that every once in a while in your life. That was a gift. It comes and it goes. It's gone. It don't stay on them. Well, this just came over me, Thomas, and I knew it. And I told everybody, hey, I'm not going to say her name because she may be listening to this broadcast and I want to embarrass her. But I said to them, she is, I'm going I'm to say her name is Mary Lou. I say, Mary Lou is not out in the spirit. She's not out in the spirit. That's not God. They said, what do you mean? I said, no, that's not God. They said, what do you mean? I said, I'm telling you, she's laying there like she's out of the spirit, but she's not. It's demonic. And they say, Seth, come on, man, she's out in the spirit. be follow the convention doing this. And they're right. What make you think, Seth, you right? Who are you? And they're right. Who am I? But I tell you one thing, Tarzan, Purcell, and listeners, I knew that I knew beyond a shadow of doubt, just like they were standing there. I knew it. So guess what I did? Something very stupid. I goes and picked up the girl. I'm gonna take her away to somebody that believes me, 'cause something is wrong with this girl. And I, and I this was a friend of ours. I didn't know her that well, but I knew her nothing. I didn't want her on that ground. The spirits on her like that. This was not God. What am I supposed to do? I don't know. What would you do? I don't know. I just knew that it was demonic. I picked her up. You don't pick up a female at no church service. The service was over convention that had like seven thousand people. Everybody was pretty much leaving, but I picked her up and I takes her outside the convention And anybody, anybody know anything about Ford Convention Center, you know there's a hotel on one side. That's where we went where the fountains were and I sat right there with the fountains holding this girl, Mary Lou. And I said, I was just hoping somebody come help her. All I know is there was a demon having her out like that. I don't know what this gonna happen. Is she gonna die or I didn't know. So people start coming over slowly praying. And then finally, I eased up and gave her to her boyfriend. I let him hold her. She, her butt was sitting on the little pavement, and he was holding her, kind of like his her hair was laying on him. And everybody was praying. I mean, whites, business-looking people, business, black people, business. Everybody looked like they was somebody. You know, they weren't bombs or nothing. This come out of this convention. It was probably about 35 people out there praying for this girl. Now watch what's about to happen. I want everybody to listen. Tara says. We don't know. I don't know. We don't know. People don't We wasn't there. Right. But this ain't 2,000 years ago. Watch this. All of a sudden, she's praying, and I get up, and I walk away, and I ease away, and I say, Father help me. I know I saw, I was saying the word saw, but I didn't see nothing. I just knew it was there, but I didn't see nothing with my eyes. It was just annoying. But I said, Father, I know you showed me that. I know you showed me that. That's all I knew to say. I wasn't a theologian. I said, I know you showed me that. I know you showed me something in this girl. Man, nothing was going on. She was just acting dead. Just she was breathing, but everybody praying for her. Lord, healer, People praying all kind of prayers, praying all kind of prayers. And I found out later it was part of the problem. People praying all kind of prayers. Lord, heal her, Lord, deliver, her. save her, demon. Just all kind of. We was just undivided out there. All of a sudden, her boyfriend. She's left with just her boyfriend. Them all the other people left, and her boyfriend was no joke. I ain't gonna call his name out out of respect for him, but you know this boy was on fire for the father, and he was praying by himself with her, versus all them prayers. All he was saying, all the prayers left. And it was just him and her, and all of a sudden it happened. What happened? That girl started acting like a snake in his hand, and he let his girlfriend out of out of his hands. Like, oh my God! And she hit the pavement. This beautiful young black girl that we all knew, and there's no other way you could have paid her money to do what she did, was acting like a snake out there, hissing and making all kinds Boy, people took off running. Uh, Safe folk, bible token folk, no packing people, people pissed on paper. <laughs> people jetted, like literally ran from her. And I said, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. Purcell, you following me? Yep. Purcell, okay. So, I'm saying... I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. I didn't I didn't know what quite to do, but I knew that's what I was feeling. I didn't know what was going to make her do that, but I knew something was there. Now everybody could see what I said. So I ran up to her, I said, you come out of her, I didn't know, all. You know, I ain't going to say what I said because I don't want to be y'all laughing at me, but I didn't know what quite to do, but I knew God showed me that. So we tried to pray for her, she didn't get delivered. The police came, this black guy came in a taxi. I'm making this a long story short because I want everybody to know. Young people need to know what you – when we talk about survival skills for black men in white supremacist America, you need to understand that you're not always dealing with a a white male. That's your problem. Sometimes it's an evil spirit, and it also operates in black folk. It might be even operating in you that's experiencing this about what you call white supremacists. It could be you the problem could be both y'all have a spirit. I mean, I'm serious. I, it's not just black and white people on the planet. It's not just humans on our planet. Watch this, folks. This is the true story. So all these people slowly creep back because they got, after they saw she wasn't going to attack them, and us, they all came back and they was praying. We all praying the same prayer now. They come out of So watch what happened. <laughs> this taxi driver pulls up and all he knows is these white folks, a few black people, and these white folks got this black dude on the ground. That's all he saw. He pulls up, man. This, 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 same thing, right. Get up off my sister, man. Get—we didn't even think to get up off the ground, cause we just didn't think. I mean, this girl is talking crazy like a—it's it, very scary. Trust me. But we didn't think about no getting you know, off the ground. We just trying to pay for it. He said, "Get up off the ground." But she can't breathe, so he start moving us back. He was a big dude, moving me back too, big old dude. And then all of a sudden, thank the father, the police come. I said the police come, cause they want to say police ain't wanted to be playing church with you. The police come, thank God, and they told the black dude, "No, you get out of the way, sir, move over." He said, "But they ain't right with y'all doing my sister." He said, "Sir, get away." And the police looked at me because I was right over, and he said, "What's going on here?" I said, well, sir? She, she we just come out of the service. How are you gonna tell the police officer about this?" So I'm saying we just come out of the service and we're praying for her, and we and, 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 and believe she, really she has the spirit. They looked me like, "Yeah, right. Back up, buddy. You know how they do." They shined a flashlight on Mary Lou, and I wish and pay money for every single one of y'all listening to me to have been there when the Fort Worth police shined that light on that girl. All the BS out the window then. It was on and popping then. That police looked at me like, sir, Sir. sir. So now all of a sudden I'm in charge. He only said that because I was, you know, I was mainly touching everybody. I was kind of like afraid of them. And I said, well, I don't know what to do, sir. Or I said, can we get up off the ground? Because the guy kept saying, get up off the ground. Man. I said, but can we get up off the ground? And, they, and the police went and reopened the convention said, I didn't know they could do that. But they called somebody, and they got like a stretcher out. And we ended up taking her, make the long story short, to a pastor. She didn't get delivered out there by us. We just didn't have the kind of power and the belief. And get here deliver. But the point I brought that up is to say, here we are talking about survival skills and we think it's all just about money or it's all just to think power, about you, you know
2: idea. Say it again. You said that right. You, you 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 said that partially right. You said we didn't have the power. You had the power, you just didn't have the belief.
1: Right, right, in this when they when they took oh, oh I gotta tell you this. When we took over we put in the car and we took it in the car. Now, I wasn't scared, but everybody in that car was terrified. We have to take her. Police say, sir, y'all got to take her somewhere. You don't want to take her to the hospital. So she don't need the hospital. Everybody says she didn't need no hospital, but she was kind of, you know. So we said, no, we know where to take her. So we took her to the minister pastor. And uh, on the way there, listen to me. Oh, my goodness. I'm so g- glad I thought to say this. On the way there, somebody was just talking to her saying, uh, Mary Lou, don't give up. We we, we got you. We are gonna take us somebody can get you get you delivered. Now, I came up under this, y'all. Well, as a child, we saw services like this all the time. But do you see in the car with me? They they didn't know about that, so they, we all holding her like holding her like a dude, holding her like oh my God, hair up, hair up, hair up, hair up. And I'm saying I'm saying Mary Lou, stay with us. You gonna get delivered. And I made the mistake and said these words, listen to me, everybody. I'm not playing on the show tonight. This really is survival skills right now. I said to her, Mary Lou, we love you. We ain't going to give up on you. We almost wrecked. We almost wrecked. And I found out later, why did she go crazy when I said that? See these evil spirits. One of the things they do, they get a lot of our people. Or I'm talking about human humans right now. They get people thinking nobody loves you, and they they enter in through bitterness and unforgiveness. I can't get into it now. It's just too complicated, cause, uh, you know. But I promise you, that was a door. Unforgiveness. Later on, make sure somebody abused her and her mom, and she never forgave. Them, and those spirits came in, and she felt like she wasn't loved. So when I said we love you, we almost wrecked. So when we get in front of this guy's house, we finally calm her down. We drive, and it was somewhere on the west side. I don't know where. Somewhere on the west side of this pastor lived. We pulled up. Watch this. Somebody in the front seat says these words. That looked like so-and-so's car. I ain't going to call his name out, so he won't be embarrassed, but he you knows who he is. He listened to the show. Somebody said, I'm going to make up a name. That looked like Mark's car. And when they said, that looked like Mark's car. This is what the spirit said inside this girl. The girl didn't say this. The spirit, using her voice, like it had been doing all night, said these words. Not Mark. Not Mark. Not Mark. <laughs> Y'all, forget Steven Spielberg. This really happened. Your boy, I mean, I'm telling you, this happened. And I said to myself, who is Mark? Now, I want to see smart is. that a spirit would cry out like that to somebody. Last time I said I read something like that in the Bible, but I ain't never heard no spirit crying. So, Taurus, again, going back, not picking on you, but a lot of people feel like you. When you say people don't know, nobody wasn't there. We wasn't there. We don't know. But we know what's going on today and what's going on today, those that are more spiritual. I mean, nobody's better than nobody, but we have these encounters, I've had encounters. That thing said, not Mark, and I found out later why. Mark was one of those young black men. Those of you white listening, I want you to hear me. Mark was a black young man, full of God. fast and played a lot. He was slender, quiet. He was not to be played with, and those demons knew it. And they got—we got the girl in the house. And make the long story short, later on, that's what they told me. She had forgiveness. Now, I want you to comment on that, Tarzan. And I want you, Purcell Actually, let's do this. We got to do this. Um, no, Tarzan, comment on that, please. And then we are go to proceed It was a short break, y'all. I'm
2: just saying, like, as far as the big stuff like that. Yeah, people see stuff like that. Me, personally, I ain't never seen nothing like that. I done seen some spooky stuff. I told a few people. That's why I know it's real. I done seen some scary stuff, like those spooky stuff. I remember, like, uh, in, in the house of Granny, oh, you're not Granny pray. I used to see, like, an end of a cloak, like, walking into rooms. And I used to be scared. One time I ran back there, like, try to taste and see what it was. But it was gone. Like, you just see the tail end of a cloak. I don't know. You know what it I'm saying? Like, it was what? It was like, what? You know how people have on robes, like them cloaks, and like the back of it be dragging? Right. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, kind I of like kind of, right. trying. Yeah, I, I used to see the end of it like walking in rooms. You know what I'm saying? I used to be scared. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I ran back there one time, like, I'm going to see what this is. I went back there, and I didn't see it. Like, I never saw it. I have had, I think it was spirits following me, like, thinking it happened one time. I remember I was driving, and I looked at my rear mirror, and, like, the head was just going side to side, side to side. Like I nutted up, I just started praying Like real talk, I started praying Then I looked up behind me, it was still and I just pulled up in town to the parking lot I know I just dropped in and started praying, 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 praying Then I looked up again, and it was gone Like the whole car was gone So I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know I know stuff real, I can't explain Like Billy would say supernatural type stuff I ain't got no explanation for it Like, I am not. I ain't doubting it I'm just saying as far as like The mega stuff that you read about in the Bible People ain't saying that you know what I'm saying? Like you saying we have new channels.
1: Well, we're not, but we see what we see. You know, we wasn't there, but yeah. I believe in things in the Bible. I mean, I'm an—I'm I, I, not gonna say I'm a nobody, because believe me, I have more experiences like that. And people think when I tell those experiences, I'm some kind of superpower. Well, no, I'm not. I didn't cast the devil out. I didn't have—I didn't have the right person to say the belief. Now, there are spirits I have cast out. And I can talk about that, but I'm not going to spin this show, show, probably should, because I think what's happening is we got a serious problem in this country, folks. It's a serious business. I'm coming to you. I want you to comment on what I was just saying and charge and, and as well. But we're talking about survival skills. I keep going back to that. Keep going back to it because I want people to understand the show ain't just about sitting up talking. We want to present to the black man uh, some skills that we know for sure. We don't know everything. Well no thing, Thomas ain't no spokesman for all black males, neither am I, neither I Purcell. We're just sharing a little experience that we went through. Folks, I promise you. If I I promise you, that happened to me. That that happened to me. Well you didn't care so said, okay. But the bottom line is, how did I know that? How did I know that? And can I know when an evil spirit is about to do a mass shooting someplace? Maybe if I live close enough, the father will say, leave, leave the place. Something about to happen. Then there's a mass shooting. No father wants his child, his, his black man, or anybody going through all types of crazy stuff we go through. We just fall from the father. Go ahead, Priscilla.
2: Yeah, I mean, this stuff is um, this stuff is just as real as the the nose on your face, and a lot of times it gets overlooked or it gets downplayed as if it's some type of Hollywood movie or something like that. Um, I remember years ago, um, I was youth pastoring. Around the time of Halloween, uh, we wanted to show our youth something different. We we wanted to... Uh Purcell yeah, I hate to
1: cut you off But everybody I gotta do is it, It's 10 o'clock Every single show Folks you, Those are your Clicking on link Y'all know what to do Right now You gotta call the show If you click on link And you listen to us By clicking on the link You gotta call the show Now it's 10 o'clock And we only contract at 10 We always roll over So you have to call the show At this point 914 205 You got 66 914 205 5590 Go ahead Purcell
2: Okay yeah we we wanted to show them a different perspective of this Hollywood, this quote-unquote Halloween and spooky type stuff and how we've been desensitized where this stuff is concerned. Now, me personally, I don't fool around with Halloween. I don't even allow my children to go to school on Halloween because of all of the things that they partake of at the school Regarding Halloween, um, the Bible said, "If any man come unto you with any other doctrine other than that of Jesus Christ, don't receive them in your house. If you do, then you're a partaker of his evil deeds." So I don't do that. I don't deal with that stuff. Okay, but I'm not ignorant to it. So we did. So long story short, we uh, found this video. Somehow I got um, this video in my hand. The name of the video was called Trick or Treat, and what the video talked about is how, how we Americans are desensitized as it relates to things like pornography and horror. What I learned on this video is that the number one money makers on this planet is pornography and horror. The gentleman talked about the reason why horror was such a big hit is because people write it off as if it's not real, and they just uh, um, view it from Hollywood eyes, not knowing that it's a real uh, situation. Because here's what we have to understand Not as believers But as people Definitely as believers Because we forget this too We forget that everything is spiritual first We're a spirit Housed in a body We're not a body That just happened to have a spirit Okay We are spirit first Housed in a body So everything Concerning us is spiritual First Now here's another thing that we Fail to realize Whatever you feed the most Will grow And whatever you starve Will starve So a lot of our 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 spiritual uh, physique is malnourished because we don't see this spiritual thing as reality. We see this all. Uh, I'll deal with that on Sunday. I'll deal with that on Wednesday. I don't have to deal with that throughout the rest of the week because I'm gonna just you know get my little get my little. Uh, Get my church in I'm gonna get my church in You know Because that's what we do You know I'm gonna get my little Bible study here and there You know I'm gonna pray You know Here and there And all the while Our spirit man Is dying And when we're Faced With these type of situations Where A spirit Call your name Now you're like (gasps) I don't know what to do I don't know what to say I don't know what to do Because you've been neglecting That side of who you are So that side Don't recognize what's happening So You already defeated Because You don't have any spiritual strength Even the bible said All letter and no spirit I know so many people that know the word But don't have no spirit To back the word up The bible said All letter and no spirit Is an abomination to God All letter and no spirit Is an abomination to God In other words I don't have no practical sense Of of the, of the word I just know the word. I can quote the word to you. That's why in quote-unquote church, we use the scripture so, uh, so, so rampantly, if you will, out of context. That's why it's so much confusing involving the church because we don't understand the context of the scripture. So we'll use it to fit how we feel not realizing we got we got some people some some new saints that's hanging on that so now when when it comes time for them to have to apply what you taught them they're saying wait a minute this don't work like David when David was faced with the Goliath they brought him the armor that they ordinarily use to fight in battle, David said, Man, I can't use this. this ain't proven for me. He said, Give me my slingshot and my five smooth stones. No pun intended amen but he said he said, that's what worked for me. See, so we have to understand that this thing is personal, man. This thing is personal. And what we really need to do, talking about survival in a, uh, a, a, a um, white supremacist society, t- t- survival for real is understanding kingdom principles. That's survival for real. Because once I get into the mindset that I need to be like Christ, I'm, I listen. It's because of him that I live, move, and have my being So how dare I How dare I Neglect him Or ignore him Or don't take any time To uh, Identify With his principles This is a kingdom thing I realize this is a revelation I got this week Matter of fact, just Uh, On Monday The scripture said And be not conformed to the things Of this world But be ye transformed By the renewing of your mind That you may prove What is that good Perfect And acceptable Will of God Now the fact that I was created In his image and in his likeness Automatically ought to spark something in me that want to know who he is or how am I supposed to be like him? What is he like? Well, let me These are questions you I sure. need to be asking, huh?
1: I said, let me stop in here real, real quick. You, you, you are going really good. I want you to keep going, but I want Taurus to interject. Any questions or comment on anything he said, Taurus, Because I'm going to let him kind of go, go to come to pause. Then we'll take a little short break, and then we'll come back. Let me make my point show. right
2: quick. Let me make my point right quick. Let me make my point. What, what, by for me using that scripture in the first place? Let me make my point with that scripture, and then let's move on. My point is, well, well, hold, on, Percel, hold on,
1: Hold on, hold on, a second. I don't want him to have questions on something you said. And you, you know, you, you going, going, going. Uh, no, and i, I I'm in if
2: I got a question.
1: Okay, go ahead, Priscilla.
2: Well, I may, I may answer it though, if he do, or if you do, because this is what I realized. This is what I realized. Now, all the times that I've read that scripture and be not conformed to the things of this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. This is what I've always understood about that scripture. I understood that scripture because you need to be transformed by, your, you, need, you need your mind to be changed so that you can uh, live this life that we preach about, that we teach about, that we talk about. That's not so, said the Lord on uh, Monday to me. This is what he showed me. He said you need to be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can understand the kingdom concept. That's why you need to be transformed so you can understand this kingdom thing we're talking about. Kingdom is not the church. This is this is the stuff that we need to start teaching. We need to be like Christ. The Bible said we have all things that pertain to life and godliness right on the inside of us. But we don't know how to tap into it because it's too much us in the way. And we're not conscious enough, God conscious enough to seek what it means to be Like Christ This is a nature thing man When you being transformed We transforming We not transforming God is transforming your nature To be like his We're the salt of the earth But your salt loses Savor if you Give it away Or don't utilize it Or ignore it or don't understand it Miles Moreau said this And I mentioned this last week Miles Moreau said Where purpose is not known Abuse is inevitable Where purpose is not known Abuse is inevitable So what our biggest One of our biggest issues also is We don't understand What the purpose of many things are Regarding the church Number one the church itself We don't understand the purpose of the church The church is a representative of the kingdom of God. But in Christianity, the church has shown the world so many different faces as it relates to the church that it gives the church itself a black eye. Why? Because we, in our ignorance, have made the church synonymous with God. See, we'll, we'll get somebody to join a church before we encourage them to establish a relationship with Christ, which is the most important thing in their life, because he is the only one, Yah, Yahshua, Yahweh, is the only one who can bring about change and that transformation. Because, see, we was talking about uh, sin earlier. We was talking about fun. We was, okay, Lord have mercy. Once you get into the place where you establish a relationship with Christ, all of those things that you call believed as fun fall off. Because why? Because it go against the nature of God or Christ or Yah or Yahshua or Jesus the Christ. It goes against his nature. When his nature becomes your nature, all of that stuff fall off. So it don't. Be, it's not a matter of whether or not it's sin. It don't have preeminence in my life anymore because I'm a, I have a new nature now. Why? Because 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 tells us if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. We don't allow the newness of Christ or the resurrected Christ to to, uh, to, uh, to grow up in us. Thus, we live the same life before all these people that you so-called saved now. That's why they say, man, you're supposed to be saved. Man, you're supposed to be a preacher. What they're saying is, man, your nature's supposed to have changed when you accepted Christ, when you so-called got saved. You're supposed to have a different nature now. That's what they're saying. The world know what the kingdom look like better than what the what the kingdom look like, know what it looked like. I know that sounds crazy because I said it crazy, but it's crazy. The world know what the kingdom looked like better than what the okay, we're gonna say we're gonna use the church. The world know that you're supposed to be acting like this Christ you talking about now. You're supposed to act like him. Why are you acting like that hellion That I knew when we was growing up Why are you still acting like that dude Now I can't trust you Because you fake See That's the dilemma that the church is in That's why we have a difficulty surviving Because we have this identity crisis We supposedly Taking on this new nature but we rejecting the new nature because we're so busy having fun. That's true.
1: That's oh true. God. And uh, if if I can jump in here, I want to say this real quick. And what Purcell and I, what Purcell is saying, do sound to some of y'all. I'm sure is really out there. You know, any man in Christ, he dead a new creature. All this stuff is spiritual, spooky, spooky, but. The truth of the matter is when you become born again, the Bible does say you're a spirit man. All that what Purcell is saying, for those of you that may not understand, I think most of you do because he broke down pretty good. But my wife and I have been talking about this now for, I don't know, pretty strongly about almost six months. You know, nobody talks to believers like they're new. We probably should change our name when you become a believer or a Christian. Because there's a part of you that is new. The Bible says that the fathers see you different. Your flesh still looks the same. You're probably going to crave some of the same things you craved before you was born again until you beat it down, until you get become more spiritual, until you start learning who you are in Christ, until you start learning about this new man that Purcell is talking about, Uh that is true, what he's saying. What everything he is saying is very true, and that's why you get baptized. Baptized, you, you, you show everybody that's in attendance that came to see you get baptized. You, you're you doing something physical to show everybody what happened, spiritual. The man take your head, push you down in the water, or pull you down the water, or baptize you in the water. He's telling everybody, okay, that noise, whatever that was, can't have that. Uh, but he puts you in the water, and that's saying, I died. I died. You're telling all your friends and family to came so you get baptized. I died. Then when he pull you up out of the water, that means I'm brand new. I'm brand new. That's telling all your friends, I'm new now. But... When you get up out of the water and you walk outside the church after you're baptized, you still look the same, still got the same name. Some people are like, hey, what's going on with my dude? Hey, what's happening? Everybody's going to teach you the same. But the truth of the matter is you just came out of the water signifying you're different. You, you're a new man. You are, according to the scriptures, you are brand new. It says old things have passed away. You are a new man. You're supposed to walk in that identity. Think of yourself in that identity. In every way, you're supposed to see yourself in that identity. If you do that, you'll act a certain way. All of us will. It's just, as soon as you say, I'm a new man in Christ, somebody's going to call you, hey, Seth. (laughs) It's reminding you, no, you ain't. You're Seth. And then you answer to him, too, which you're supposed to. According to the flesh, I'm Seth. But I've been born again. That's why we call each other brothers and sisters in church. Some of y'all don't know that. But it's because we've been born again. And and this, is, this new birth, we are related. Literally, that's my sister. And that's more my sister than my fleshly identity. That gets a lot of families in trouble. But you really are more related according to the Father. This is all spiritual talk. But I promise you, brothers and sisters, what Purcell just said is one of the most key survival skills you're going to need. You're going to need a new life. Some of y'all, some of us, just need to be born again. That's our problem. We're living out here in this world, and we just need to be born again. We need the Father, to translate, transform our minds we got the mind or something else. We don't. We, you know, everybody don't quote scripture and verse. I understand that, but that Bible is no joke, folks. Purcell is right. We are spirits. Our all of our needs, our real needs, the real, real, real needs, is spiritual. Everything you can see, taste, touch, touch, and smell, that stuff make you have fun. He just, oh, I had fun. I went out of my yacht. I had fun. I went in my jet. I I took my helicopter across to Miami. I I had fun. I went on vacation. I had fun. Oh, you know, sex, fun. You know, listen, sex, sex with more than one woman, that was fun. But that don't heal the peace that you need inside. They don't have nothing to do with it. That don't touch nothing intangible that you need. Nothing. And those are our real needs, intangible needs. We want peace. We want joy. There's people that give up all their money to get peace and joy. Go ask some of these rich folk. They want to know God. They want to know their purpose. They want to know, please, I mean, come on. So, again, the best survival skill we can get, this is part four, of a uh, you know I don't know how many how many weeks we're gonna do this but this is part four I promise you this this what we drop tonight we get a whole lot of callers and nothing, but I promise tonight we got some heavy duty um uh a skill for y'all and that is you just need to be born again you need the father Father, father say no man comes to me unless he draw me he to pray to the father withdraw you bring you give you the faith to believe because Taurus is right. He ain't smoking on that. A lot of people don't believe. They just want, just, just want to belong. But he can give you the faith to believe. Whoever is out there listening. So I don't know what other better way to to to, to uh, fine tune this show. We'll take a little short break, and then. Um, I'll tell you what, I want Taurus to do and that is just to just comment a little bit off what he's heard. Then we'll show break. When we come back, folks, we're going to run that final leg, and it shouldn't be no more than another 15 minutes at the most. Um, but, Taurus, any comments or anything um, on your mind? I'm here just to be a
2: sponge
1: to chime in every now and then. Say it again?
2: I'm I'm here to be a sponge and chime in every now and then.
1: No, well, sp- I'm glad you're you doing just that. Well, I'm glad you're doing just that, Taris. Well, listen, I appreciate you being on the show, nephew, tonight, keeping it real. And because, and believe you me, you need it tonight, brother, nephew, because you're asking questions a lot of people really think of, Purcell. A lot of people think of me. A lot of, and, and that's what we want. We want you to just, you're here, Taurus, not to give all these spiritual invites to some people. That's not what I invited you for. I invited you to say, hey, this is where the young people are at. This is how they feel. That don't make sense. This do make sense. Just kind of kind be an ambassador. You're not the spokesman for them, but you can kind of think on the people that you've met in your life, what they would say to some of the things we're saying. So I appreciate you being on tonight. All right, y'all okay with a quick little break?
2: No, let's go.
1: Let's keep going,
2: man. Keep going. <laughs> man, I knew you would say, hey, you're going to
1: take a break. I need to go do something, <laughs> do a few things. But listen, everybody, again, y'all been tuning to the Five Swords on Network. This is uh, Brother Seth on the line with Purcell Purcell from Cincinnati, Tara Smith all the way from Fort Worth. We just talked about this, that, and the other. All kinds of things. hitting real hard spirituality tonight. And it might be the most important thing because I'm telling y'all, we are spirits, as Percell was saying. Having an experience in the body Not a body having a spiritual experience This is Donald Lawrence He's talking about Let's go back to where it used to be Like Eden Go back to Eden Live the Eden way What is he talking about? Check this out We'll be right back
0: Listen Eden is kingdom And Eden mindset Is a kingdom mindset Let me hear you. Where are my Eden citizens at Where are my Eden citizens at Where you at? Let me see you do your hands like this. Come on, let me hear you, let me hear you. Put your hands together like this. Come on. Here we go. When God made man, he made a feel it was his plan. That we lift the temperature of we were distracted. The filter came. And we fell. We were deep. We change our thinking. Know our design. Know our and our father's plan. Oh, yes, it's time. Oh, yes, it's time. We get back to King. We get back now, now is the time. Now is the time. We take our stand. We will be we to live a life that needs to go. A life that moves. A life that's to go. Everybody. Let's get back to Eden, live on top of the world. Tell somebody a thing. Let's get back to Eden, live on top of the world. This it. Let's get back to Eden. Okay, tell them how it is, y'all. But guess what? He's okay. Now all is well now all is well. So what are you waiting for? Let's get back to Eden, live on the top of the world. Tell somebody, say Let's get back to Eden, live all the time Oh, you can sing it. Let's get back to Eden, live all the time to work. Everybody, sing it. You're right Eden. here. Live Come on, on y'all. Let's open up your mouth. Come on. And where you at? Right here. Yeah, yeah. Let's-
1: what it's all about. Live on top of the world, baby. We're trying to get back to where we used to be. Who are you talking about, Brother Seth? Some these African Americans who's living out these prophecies in the scriptures, who I believe is Israelites. He's talking to humanity. That song is talking to humanity. Let's live back like we did in Eden. But I'm talking about that nation that the Father called out of all of this chaos in this world to be a nation unto himself. And said so later on he would scatter them in ships, maybe houses led by women. The sons won't be able to, uh, the sons wouldn't, they wouldn't enjoy their sons because they'll be taken to captivity. And the Father began to say uh, many things about this nation. Huh? I think we Israelites, what I think. And to A lot of our white brothers sisters, listening tonight They want to help And Indians And the people from India And people from Africa And all other nations of the world This is how you can help the black man Go tell the nations who they are Go tell them that the people of Israel Do not live any of the scriptures As far as being the Jews of the Bible you got to know who these people are, because if not, you're not going to miss... You're going to see the miss, the craziness they're doing, and you're going to chalk it to just they're crazy, like they do themselves. They don't know. That's why Brother Seth been for, since really 25, 26, 27 years now, I've been telling everybody he can, every place I go, I don't... I always, I was in China, talking to a brother, everywhere, 24 countries... Sharing how I know we are the true people of the book. I don't have, I'm not I don't have it together like that. I don't I don't live a flawless life. I'm not I'm very calm with time and we got a hand it when I'll we'll come to you, Eric 718 seven one eight five oh six. But folks, if people don't know who we are and they see us misbehaving like a lot of our white brothers and sisters, this is why they say they're superior. If our smartest minds are talking to white supremacists and they can't explain how whites are ruling over us if we are superior you're just as good as us niggas if you niggas is just as good as us why the white man been, we can't answer that we can't answer how you've been able to rule over us but we know you're not superior because we live with you some of us marry you some of us go to church with you we know you're not superior but how are you able to rule for so long we can't understand that that's people that don't read their Bibles the Father said many times I'm going to call a nation that nobody knows how, how can there be a nation that nobody knows how everybody know everybody no these going to be people that's going to be a uh, uh, little bit of all people. And this is what Brother Seth talks about in his leprosy series on Files song. I believe what, albinos migrate up north, begin to mix among themselves, they come to produce pigmentation. After a while, they end up growing, 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 growing. The father called that nation to rule for a season. I got some good news for y'all, though. That song, Let's Get Back to Eden, is real. Their time is up. Their time is up. Purcell, your line is now open. Uh, Taurus, your line is now open. Again, brothers and sisters, if you don't know who we are, like Purcell said earlier, without the knowledge of how to operate something, you will abuse it. If you don't know who you are as a people, I'm not just talking about so-called white people. I'm talking about black people. If you don't know who you are, you will abuse yourself. You know, I'm just like, this is just how I am, you know. This is just how I am. No, it ain't how you is, or you are.
2: Nope. I nope. mean,
1: so many young people that say that to me. This is just how I No, you don't know how you are. You don't even know who you are. You can't give me your last name. You cannot give me your last name. How are you going to tell me just how you are? You have are the way they made you, and they are. White people don't get too hardy because I'll turn and ask you the same thing. Who are you? You can't answer it either. You ain't from no
2: France, Germany. France and Germany always exist. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway. But on this show, we ask, we answer those questions because there's truly whites and not superior in no form of fashion. But we do have a question with the phone lines. Okay. Eric code 718506. Go ahead with your question or comment, please. I'd like to know the city you're right. calling from and your name, if possible.
4: Fort Worth, Jonathan.
1: Hey, Jonathan always from Fort Worth, Texas. Long time no hear from, brother.
4: All right, good to hear your voice. Good to hear your voice, as always.
1: Well, what's on your mind tonight? A lot
4: has went forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just real quick, um, the brother, I believe his name is Purcell, he was talking about the spiritual aspect and the God consciousness and how a lot of us we don't really focus on that. I was hoping that he would go more into detail with it, because I just confused. But I just wanted to kind of know what exactly is the spiritual essence or the spiritual being. What are the qualities exactly? I know this body is a vessel, but I want like the spiritual being he's talking about. It could be wicked. It could be it could be good. I just want to know exactly what are the qualities of this spiritual being that he's talking about that resides inside of us because there are scholars who when Jesus was talking to in the scripture and they couldn't understand the spiritual thing, so I'm just trying to figure out how are we going to reach people who don't study the book and don't read the book to try to get them to understand about a spiritual being when the Pharisees, the Sadducees, and I forget, I don't know if it was Nicodemus or somebody who he was talking to in the scripture and he was saying something along the lines of, if you don't even understand these physical things, how are you going to understand these spiritual things I'm talking about to you? So I'm just curious to see how exactly if these scholars, people who devoted their whole life to reading this book and, and these Bibles and these, all these texts weren't able to understand this. I'm trying to figure out how we're going to get other people who are kind of giving up hope kind of in the sense to uh, spirituality. How are we going to get them to understand the spiritual being that's inside it? That he would speak of
2: Well the first I think the first The first place we have to start Is 2 Timothy 2 and 15 Reads like this 2 Timothy 2 and 15 says Study to show yourself approved A workman that need not be ashamed Rightly Dividing The word of truth Operative word being truth Uh, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life No man come unto the Father but by me As long as we somehow try to circumvent What the scriptures say And bring our own uh, uh, understanding to it Then we're going to have a problem we're going to have the confusion that we have Okay uh, So the first place to begin Is rightly dividing The word of truth uh, We have to make the, the gospel in and of itself Is compelling Jesus said upon this Rock will I, I will build my church what, what rock What rock The rock of Revelation See, the scripture is revealed as needed. That's how the scripture operates. You can only you can only understand scripture from a spiritual uh, uh, from a spiritual understanding or a spiritual place. And the only thing that can awaken that spirit man is is the God that live on the inside of us. It's the God that live on the inside of us. It's not this spiritual being. It's the, it's, it's the God of, uh, of, of heaven and earth That live on the inside of us We have to be taught The scripture properly See, we've been, we've been duped for a long time We've been taught I, say, I started out by saying earlier on All I know is all I know But all I know is not all there is to know That's the same with them scholars All they know is all they know. But here's the problem with scholars. Scholars are their own worst enemy. Why? Because they somehow make their logic and understanding uh, equal with God. When clearly the scripture teaches us that his ways are far higher than our ways and his thoughts far beyond our, our own thoughts.
1: Let me say this, okay. Patel. Well. Let me say this uh, to the caller, because we got to wrap this show up in like five minutes, folks. I don't know how we're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Uh, Carla, is he answer, answering your
4: question? Are we on point? Is he on point, or what? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on point. Uh, I just wanted to, uh, to interject because he said that you can only understand the scripture uh, through the spirit, which is which is true. I agree. But then it, it makes you wonder. Then how was Christ able to reach all the people he was reaching when? Surely spiritually they wasn't able to understand He was speaking in parables He was doing those things but yet still He was able to pull in these followers So there was something okay. that That would still led people To be drawn to Christ And it, So what is that exactly then If it, if you have to understand the scripture spiritually What was it that drawed All these people the poor And, and, and the wealthy and all these people To Christ
2: I'm so glad you said that. That I'm so glad you asked it. Okay Go ahead, Purcell, I'm so glad you asked. And, and, and let let me answer that, in that this minute. way. In, in,
1: in about a minute, if you
2: can. Okay, let me answer that this way. The scripture said, "Blessed is the man that hunger and thirst after righteousness." And the B clause of that scripture says, "For he shall be filled." See, here's what, here's 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 the caveat. To understanding this stuff Okay, here's the caveat Jesus said Before you even come to me You must first believe that I am In other words You need to have a hunger and thirst for righteousness And that I'm a rewarder of them That diligently seek me See, so the blessing Is not The righteousness itself The blessing is the hunger And the thirst It's the hunger and the thirst That drew them to him First of all he said No man come unto me lest I draw him First of all So they were drawn To him Number one Based on their own hunger and thirst And number two He was compelling himself Because remember the disciples said Did not our hearts burn When he spoke so the word itself is enough. The word itself is enough. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men. We try to make this thing spooky. He said, if I be lifted up, we preaching everything but but the gospel. Okay,
1: hold on a second. Hold on a second, because you're getting, getting wild up for herself. We gotta wrap it up. So listen, or uh, John, did he did he answer your question? Is he is he on point or what's going on?
4: Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on point. He's on point. Of just, uh, just we keep getting back to the point of yeah. He's 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 absolutely right. You have to be drawn, seeking in the hunger, but still, if they didn't understand what he was saying, it's like as if they was just sitting there like. Man, this Christ dude—he sure is awesome. But they didn't understand what he's saying because he's—he's he's saying that you have to, in order to understand this, this book, you have to be spiritual. You have to, your spiritual God consciousness or awareness has to be able to understand it. But these people didn't have that. They had a—a a, a yearning, a, a thirst because they knew there was something they was missing. So what I'm trying to figure out is where do we get that spiritual, that God consciousness, and that awareness to then finally understand? Because those people didn't understand. They knew that there was something that was missing, and they went to go hear it to, to, to try to get it. That's
2: that's what, what I'm trying to get at. Priscilla, go ahead, and
4: thirty seconds, please.
2: To me, to me, that's enough, because it's the word that's gonna that's gonna convert them anyway. It's the word. They not they may not get it right away, but as long as they stay under the word, it's the word that number one draws. It's the word that keeps them. It's the word that strengthens them. It's the word that builds them up. See, the word is the, is is. The, huh? Go ahead go, Seth. ahead. go ahead.
1: Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Finish up, i it, It's the I've word.
2: Heard. It's it's all about the word. It's all about the word. It is okay. all uh, about the word. About
1: the word. Got got you. Job Let me say said, this also.
2: This is listen to what Job said. Job said, I esteem the word of God higher than my necessary food. It's about the word. It's the word that converts people. It's not people. And, it's the word. And I I I'ma say
1: this. Sometime uh uh John and and then I'm gonna let you go, is this John fourteen and eleven says, This is Christ talking, everybody. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. Yeah. Hear that? Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me. John say, Well how do you how do we do, how do we know spiritually? Listen what the rest of the verse says. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or else believe me for the very work's sake. I have a problem with your teaching. Sadducees, Pharisees, but when you raise the dead, oh, okay, you're you, you the man. <laughs> All right, <laughs> okay, I believe now. Sometimes people need to see, as he said, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Mm-hmm. You can't build a church mm-hmm. on just miracles, but there's a reason for miracles. There's a reason for the spirituality. Like, you met, I don't know if he was on the show earlier, I was talking about a spiritual encounter I had. Sometimes people can't get with what you're saying, no matter how you talk, because you sound like the next guy down there that's holding a bean pie talking, or you sound like the guy over there in the Hare Krishna. Y'all sound like, I don't know which one to believe. All y'all nice. All y'all I like, I don't know who to believe. Sometimes it has to get down to it. Or else believe me for the very works say, John. Sometimes that's how it's got to be. You just got to see the miracles. You got to see the power then, like they said at the end, truly he is of the Father, because no man can do these miracles. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. that's where a lot of us are. We just can't take words. Mm-hmm. John, John, look oh, John. I really appreciate you hanging on, brother.
4: Yes, 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 yes. I appreciate it, you guys. Uh, you guys helped me a lot.
1: Well, Pretty you have to with that question. That, that, that's 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 a very important question. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Good hearing from you.
4: Good hearing from you too. All Carmel right, uh, every time
1: that brother come on, every time that brother come on, he always come on with a serious question. He unrattled the show last week. Y'all listen last week, you listen to his show, his question he asked at the very end. Powerful brother there. Listen, I got yeah, the show. Uh, go ahead, Prince, uh, You're on a roll, so I think we're going to let let Taurus go ahead and say goodbye to everybody, and then we'll let you have final words. And no, I'll have final words to wrap the show quickly. Torres, anything you have to say? Anything? Uh, we're probably going to do a part. I don't know what I'm gonna do next week. I got a feeling I'm gonna do another one because I still did hit. I wanted to hit narcissism bad because this young generation—they're they're swimming in narcissism. Uh, I mean, that's all. Everything is about them, about them, selfish, selfish, selfish. It's so, it's so horrible. I mean, they walk in the street and they in the stores. They don't care about anybody around. and talking loud. They part of the reason they act with the is because they don't care about nobody else. Are they not? Oh, even aware of other people. So I want to hear narcissism mm-hmm. really hard, and I didn't get a chance to. So we we'll probably do another part. But Taris, anything please? Uh, any comments? Quickly.
2: No, it's pretty good. Like I said, I enjoy listening to y'all. You
1: know, inspirational. All right. Well, maybe we'll do a part, a uh, 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 part of, four, of five. We'll see. Okay. Taris, thank you for being on the show. I Appreciate it. No and y'all don't go nowhere. i got a very important song coming up here that uh, I'm a, I am want to play uh, at the end. Trust me, because we are a nation within a nation. And there are certain things that are supposed to happen with this nation. And uh, one of the things is, is a father. we got to start thinking about, like that song I played earlier that was talking about uh, uh, Let's Get Back to Eden. Well, i got an even more powerful song to talk about. It's Declaring. And this is something a lot of our young people and some of our old people don't, don't know nothing about. This ain't begging, God. This is declaring. You need to hear this song, and, and this you'll see how this nation is gonna be, folks. We have served four hundred years in this in this country. And so we, we're we not no longer under, I believe, the curse no more as a nation of Israelites. Uh, that's the good news. Uh, 2019 is 400 years, literally, we are, have served the sentence that the Father put on the nation. Again, not individually, if you're obedient, not you, not your household, if you're obedient, but if you're not... You are operating a lot of us operating on these curses and that's all there is to it. That's why we're having this show, trying to decode some of these things going on wrong with us. And the truth of the matter is we are operating on the curse. That's that's another whole teaching. But personal uh, go ahead, final comments, brother, and then I'm gonna come behind you and we'll wrap up the show.
2: Final comments. First I wanna to say to Taurus man, I really appreciate when you're on. I appreciate your perspective. Um I appreciate your viewpoints. Uh I don't. I don't look down my nose at you. I'm not a scholar either. I just know who I am, and I know whose I am, and I appreciate um, everything. Everything that you say, man. I really appreciate you being on. I really appreciate it. I do. Um, but I want to finish up with this. I started talking about that new man thing, and that's that's really on me. Um, and I, I I got wind of this song. There was a song um, One of the old saints Put together called I got a newborn soul And this is what it says It says got a newborn soul A newborn soul Since the comforter took control I got a newborn soul A newborn soul Since the Holy Ghost made me whole My hand This is is the transformation And the conversion y'all This is the if any man be in Christ thing My hands look new My feet do too My head got wet in the midnight dew All I know is he took control Thank you Jesus I got a newborn soul I got a new way of walking A new way of talking Since the Holy Ghost took control I got a new way of singing A new way of praying Since the Holy Ghost took control My hands look new my feet do too. And that my brothers and sisters is what it means to be born again. That my brothers and sisters is what it means to be in Christ. Old thing, all things are past. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things become new. That's what we're seeking. We need to live the resurrected life of Christ out. Live the resurrected life of Christ out and Amen, all brother. things Amen. work
1: Amen. together
2: for our good.
1: Well, listen, I really appreciate you coming on again. I hate to rush it like this, but we I really, really, really got to go. Folks, I go to work after I leave, do these shows. I don't know if y'all know that or not, but I do. And so I'm always rushing, rushing, rushing. So listen, Priscilla, thanks for everything. I appreciate all the input, everything you did. And we'll talk to you next week, brother. All right?
2: Yes, sir. Thank you for the opportunity.
1: All she right. That was Percel, Percel all the way from Cincinnati, Ohio. Folks, i effects. i got to wrap up this show. Um, I don't know what else to say. I think i covered cover everything next week. I'm not. I'm pretty sure we're going to do a part five because we didn't cover a whole lot of things. But there's so much to cover. I don't even know if we just keep keep going. But even if we may do something different next week and then pick back up, I don't know. So stay tuned, stay tuned, stay tuned. Love everything on y'all. Ain't nothing you can do about it. Uh, check out this last song. I'm telling you, it's going to be a blessing. Remember, this is the words. This is about a nation. This is about not about an individual, but about a nation. Check it out. Yeah.
3: There's
0: an no pouring of abundance, of abundance, new doors have been open the land it is green a new grace has been released the glory the glory of the latter is greater than the former the, the blessing is here it's all up your hands, the glory of the latter is greater than the former. The blessing of Jesus is all here. Oh, here there's another love that's old, a bond that's It's a new level. level. It's a new level. There's another I'll take him over I'll take him over Receive answers from my lead. I am shining as a house on the hill. My greatness cannot be seen again. I see the nations.